1: all i know is you cannot have a guy in the office who's so sensitive that he literally lashes out of people over hand (laughs) (laughs) size
2: he sends a fucking like handprint to somebody with his name signed to it every year just because somebody said that to him it's like what kind of like malicious little troll do you have to be who has that? that
1: much time
2: Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. We strive to bring you some entertaining news you missed, some fun with real audio, and oh so much more each week. For each topic that we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much irreverence as legally allowed. This is Utah, after all. The panel for this week's show is my faithful co-host and 50% Batman, Kyle Blake. I'm halfway there. And joining us as a guest panelist is the one half of the duo from the Geek Dad Report, Brian West. Welcome back to the show. Good to be back, man. Thanks for having me on. So what have you guys been up to for the week? I mean, don't give me your highs or anything like that. (laughs) I look a little Uh, redder. I just got back from a vacation at a lake where I got mm -hmm. sunburned the fuck out of my body.
1: I have been (laughs) on vacation all week, actually. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. No. I don't feel too happy for oh, me.
2: Yep. No, at least you're on the west coast. You're not one of our east coast people that we get on the show and they they suffer because it's like past midnight when we start recording.
3: <laughs> we're starting. It's one a.m. and we're finally starting to record. <laughs> like, my oh, my week my guys. week has been fairly boring. I'm just trying to put my life back together.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: I just start the That's show on a downer. Yeah,
2: downer man. <laughs> so anyway, I'll be your host this evening, uh, Chris Reed, but everybody can call me X. That's that's actually what a, the nomenclature I prefer. Uh, but before we get started, I'm happy to give you guys a huge, hairy chested man hug. You have to believe me on the man here. I'm not going to show the hamburger on camera. It's there uh, it's with some inappropriate touching to some su- su- sustaining brethren who keep me going week after week. God I had a hard time with that word. Uh, you know who you are. You amazing supporters of the show. That's Robert Jones, Dan Ellis, and Danny Lopez. You guys I do you so. Said they knew who they were. They knew who they were, but I have to say their name. That's part of the stipulations <laughs> on the Patreon. That's part of it. You know, I have to give them the. Name. I have to like come over here and shower my manliness all over them. You guys are the must. And Chris
1: you know? is a uh, or ex is a follower of the rules. Yeah, very much so,
2: <laughs> to a fault. goddammit. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you guys for uh, supporting us and for uh, improving the morale around here. It's wonderful. Uh, for those wondering what they can do to show their love for the show that we so uh, painstakingly craft for you guys each week without requiring any donations of currency, all we ask is that if you would please give a few seconds of your time in whatever application or platform that you use to catch our show to leave us a rating or, at the very least, to sub- subscribe. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all sorts of other Utah Outcasts, you know, places where we go on f- social media and all that shit. Uh, or just email us. Fuck it. Uh, mailbag at UtahOutcast.com. Uh, which is finally set up and working. I haven't seen any emails from you people. Come on, send us some hate mail. <laughs> but the opposite of hate mail, we have a couple of iTunes reviews, and I'm glad to see them. We got a five-star review from Celia Gray, who says, another great atheist podcast. And she puts us in some amazing company here, believe it or not. If you love atheist podcasts like Cognitive Dissonance, Scathing Atheist, and Angry Black Rant, Utah Outcast is another great one, so please give him a chance to subscribe. Thank you, Celia. That's amazing. That and is. We have that a, is a
3: fantastic
2: review. I know. I. I don't think we're worthy to be in that kind of company. Fuck <laughs> those guys! Have done like hundreds of shows.
3: Oh fuck it! No, I'll. T- we'll take it. Yeah. yeah no, I'll take it. it.
2: Definitely take. You I'll don't take want to five compare star to the ones. You take that shit exactly. immediately. <laughs> and then you take one.
1: of it and you love it and you hug it and squeeze it really tight. And another five star
2: <laughs> review came out merely like two days after this from someone that calls himself Let's Explore. Adrian uh, says it's an interesting <laughs> perspective. Of a rather sensitive topic, having an open mind and seeing things from a new perspective is necessary in life. Take a listen to learn something new. So thank you very much for that. She says that it's raw and real. I'm saying it's raw as she because most (laughs) Adrians I've met have been ladies. So thank you. Thank you so much for your guys' great feedback. We'll we'll even uh, give you guys feedback anytime you leave us YouTube comments. If it's a bad one, we'll save it for a hate mail episode because (laughs) those are a lot of fun. And if, if it's good, usually we'll talk about it here. So anyway, uh, we'll always talk about everything you guys say. Uh, 86 subscribers on YouTube, fucking yay, that's awesome. Glad to be there. So, but we're going to call it quits to this and jump into our... News you missed. And what a better way to start out our show each week than to nosedive directly into some news that networks probably didn't pick up. Or if they did, they definitely didn't come with our bias. And the first one that we have up here is, you might recall a sheriff's department in Hillbillyistan. I can't remember the exact place where it happened. I mean, I'd look up and do more research, but fuck that, because we're not a news source. You shouldn't use us for a news source. Seriously, (laughs) come on. Uh, Anyway, we talked about it on the show before. They used their Facebook page on Easter to give a he is risen message to somebody. Oh,
3: yeah, these fucks.
2: And they were told, hey, knock that shit off by no less than like five different atheist groups or like, yeah, you Mm -hmm. can't do that. That's breaking the establishment clause and stop doing that shit. So (laughs) if you recall, American atheists took him to court over it since they had absolutely no right to use their government Facebook page to promote religion. So I'm sure everybody recalls Mm -hmm. that now. Uh, Well, the case is done. The matter is settled. Mm -hmm. And the county that can barely afford enough teeth for the community to eat corn has ended up losing a (laughs) whoppy $41,000 in court costs.
4: For using
2: money, for using <laughs> Facebook <laughs> to yeah. spread your Christian message. I hope that forty-one thousand dollars was well spent with your "He is risen." I'm glad that cost you guys like nearly fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm glad that you you're starting to not get the privilege of being able to just spread that shit wherever you fucking feel like it. Well, yeah. Ho- <laughs>
1: so hopefully, this, uh, hopefully, he is donating too because they're going to be a little short on their funds this year.
2: Well, there's there's one problem I have with it, and we'll get to this mm-hmm. because this is how it's all broken down uh, for the $41,000 in costs. The county is going to pay $15,000 in damages mm-hmm. to the American Atheist and to, to plaintiffs. So uh, I'm not sure how that gets split up between the the group and the people, but the, the county is going to pay $26,000 for the legal fees for the American Atheist lawyers. the The Bradley County Sheriff's Department Facebook page will be shut down and a new facebook page for the department will be created as an information only site as it should have been yeah <laughs> this one will be yeah. free of religious posts comments will not be allowed
1: <laughs> dude what? What? i don't understand why people cannot get through their fucking skulls that you want your police and your religion completely separate you want
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you would you i uh, it doesn't make any sense to me
3: i don't know why people can't figure that out
2: uh, let's if see all eric a sudden, watson your
3: police
1: force Decide to become, you know, radical Islam <laughs> enforcers. And they're like, yeah, let's go get, let's go get the women.
2: So the uh, the the sheriff's guy's name his his name is uh, Eric Watson. He will be able to maintain a personal Facebook page that has no connection at all with his department. He can post whatever he wants on it as long as there's a disclaimer stating that he's not speaking for the government. Which you know, Kyle, we should really start working on that disclaimer for the <laughs> show. <laughs> uh anyway and then watson and the county will admit no wrongdoing in the matter which Um, i kind of disagree with you know if they're having to pay court costs and all that shit i i think you have to say that you were wrong you know there was
3: there was some wrongdoing
1: there yeah
2: we were wrong in doing this that's that's at least how i see it but
1: i always love it when you don't have to admit it but the court is in Basically saying that you did do wrong, so we're going to award this other group because of it? <laughs> Listen, you don't have to admit that you killed somebody, but the judge is going to send you to jail for 40 years for doing it. So, <laughs> Look, I might have killed him, but it wasn't wrong. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't mean to do him. it. He had it coming. <laughs> <laughs>
3: had
2: I I've actually got <laughs> I, I might. I could close a. I could close the episode with an ICP song called "I Didn't Mean to Kill Him." <laughs> no, I won't do that. I will not do that. No, I did the ICP. You? I played the ICP card thing once. I'm like, okay, nobody's gonna have to be sitting through <laughs> that again.
1: Yeah, you get one. <laughs> so,
2: American can, atheists. Hey. If you
1: want to put on the full makeup, I'd be more than happy to listen to the ICB. Have, have me on
2: fucking Geek Dad Report with with the clown makeup on. I still remember how to do it all, too. So. Juggalos? <laughs> yep. And since Joseph Bruce, or you might know him as Violent J, has a giant fucking forehead, I think I can get away with it because my hairline's receding pretty far nowadays.
1: Do not offer things that you know I will goddamn take you up on.
2: <laughs> so anyway, uh, American Atheist is, is not surprisingly very happy with how this worked out. Uh, and this is their quote that we got from the article: uh, "This establishment, or sorry, this settlement is clear is a clear win for the plaintiffs, whose First Amendment rights to free speech and to be free of government establishment of religion were infringed upon," said Amanda Neef, the national legal and public policy director at American Atheists. We are pleased that the sheriff has agreed to do the right thing by no longer using this official government social media account to promote religion. What is unfortunate. Is that it took a lawsuit and more and more than forty thousand dollars in taxpayers' money, taxpayer money for the county and sheriff to put this common sense policy in place? We would have preferred that the sheriff allow citizens the freedom to comment and interact with the sheriff's office on the Facebook page, but we were not able to reach agreement on that during mediation. So, and the uh, the plaintiff who is anonymous in this case says that I'm satisfied with the outcome of our case against the Bradley County and the sheriff's office. I did not want to make a lawsuit, but citizens have a right to speak to their government no matter what the platform. And my main goal was to make sure that people who posted to the BCSO something Bradley County Sheriff's Office page were not censored. This goal was not completely achieved because the Sheriff's Office had chosen to remove comments from the public uh, on its Facebook page rather than deal with negative comments. That's why they shut off on their new page. <laughs> and they're not going to have those. Now, I guess they don't want people coming come in there going saying, fuck the
1: police. <laughs> <That'd be funny. laughs> it's probably true.
2: I, I, would, I would I would, I would make a point of you know bookmarking the Bradley County Sheriff's Office and just start talking shit. Like, I'm five states away. You can't do shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the person says they are a firm believer in the First Amendment, and they strongly believe in the separation of church and state. And the state protects everyone's right to have a religious or non-religious belief. Uh, I celebrate our freedom to speak our minds to our elected officials. We elect them to to protect our constitutional rights and act on our behalf. And when they don't, they need to be held accountable, which they were here. Uh, I have always said that constitutional rights are worth fighting for, and I am proud that when tested, I stood by that principle. It was not easy to stand up to the county sheriff and some people in my community who disagreed with me. So you're not completely anonymous. There's people that know you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So despite some negative backlash, I do not regret taking action against the government censorship. And if you don't stand up for yourself, you risk losing your rights. So good on you, man. I'm, Absolutely. I keep, I keep waiting for my case to pop up here in Utah sometime.
3: <laughs> Yeah, you just you you gotta you gotta take a stand against the tiny little, the tiny little steps over the line. Oh. Yeah. Unless I move to Eastern Washington,
1: that's never gonna happen for me. No,
3: you're in a you're I'm in, in a safety. fairly
2: progressive area. Except you you're have the- yeah, you do have the eastern part of your state, which oh, is God mm-hmm. just as batshit as Northern Idaho. So. <laughs> it's like
1: it's like they're growing Trump signs out there. It's just Trump signs <laughs> as far as the eye can see. <laughs> The oh. comes from they're growing them in Eastern Washington. <laughs> I'm <talking right> now.
2: <laughs> so I'm happy to see that it came out this way. So the the next one that we have up for you guys is unfortunately <laughs> we have BYU in the news. Uh, oh. and, and I'm bringing this up because I I don't really give a shit about the sports ball, especially college football, because it's fucking college ball. Who cares, man? Uh, oh, yeah. But the Big Twelve Conference, which is which currently has twelve member schools. which doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's supposed to be 12 and there's 10 anyway, uh, is expanding. And there are several candidates who want to join. Some are saying that Brigham Young university is near the top of that list, which if they're never willing to play on Sundays, I don't know how, uh, but several, several groups are now urging commissioners to deny BYU's application because of the way it treats LGBT students.
3: Yeah, they're which not looking good on that, you're for that not list.
2: You're not allowed to be LGBT at that school. Oh, wait, actually, I think mm-hmm. as long as you don't violate their quote-unquote honor code on this shit, I think <laughs> you're okay, which means you can have these urges, but don't you dare act on them. Doesn't, again, doesn't things like
1: honor well, that, code, doesn't that sound like suspiciously a lot like a lot of things that we don't like right now going over in the... Uh, Eastern side of the world? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: it does. Yeah, the only it problem is. is that BYU's <laughs> had this honor code for a really fucking long time. And I've, I've known yeah. people that went to school there, and they're like, yeah, nobody actually follows most of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I... it's, just, it's just a handy way of them kicking you out of school if they don't like like the cut of your jib. I mean, yeah. they they mandate if you can grow facial hair or not.
3: Yeah, it's the they're Boys are supposed to be clean selective.
2: shaven, girls are supposed to wear dresses, they're not supposed to wear pantsuits and stuff and just this is all part of their honor code and everything
3: they God forbid you have somebody it and Yeah. Yeah. This is that's actually one thing they're uh they're they along with the uh, University of Utah and Utah State are uh they're they're under investigation by the uh Oh, is it the FBI? I think, yeah, the FBI is yeah, they, investigating been sharing <laughs> several several dozen universities for uh, not not reporting and mishandling sexual assault cases.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, so uh, uh, and there's yeah. a letter that came out uh, that more than two dozen groups have laid out reasons why BYU doesn't deserve a spot in the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. and of course they want the uh, they want the spot because that means mm-hmm. a lot more fucking money for the school because yeah, you know, yeah. they get all sorts of contracts they get to Charge more for football games. Well, they, they you get to share get revenue. Merchandise
1: the big all conferences, all share revenue and and for bowl games yeah. and everything like that. So, the bigger conference yeah. you're in, the more money you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And the big 12 is one of the bigger, you know, one of the old conferences.
2: And I think, we, right. uh, U of U just finally got that a couple of years ago. And so, University of mm-hmm. Utah, I think they they hit Big 12. I think is one of the ones they. I can't remember which one because yeah. I don't know sports. Yeah, ball that no. well. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: they're in. They're in the. They're in the Pac 12. Pac
2: 12. There you go. Yeah, so,
3: but they've, they've been in there a couple years now.
2: So, BYU actively and openly discriminates against LGBT students and staff, and it provides no protection for these students. Mm-hmm. In fact, through its policies, BYU is very clear about its intent to discriminate against openly LGBT students, with sanctions that can include suspension for, or dismissal for being openly mm-hmm. LGBT or in a same-sex relationship. Right. The LGBT climate is so bad at BYU... That it is ranked the sixth worst school, worst school in the country for LGBT students. I bet you only behind like Bob Jones and
4: yeah, <laughs>
2: the, uh, the other highly religious schools. Uh, given BYU's mm-hmm. homophobic, biphobic, and transphobic policies and practices, BYU should not be rewarded with Big 12 membership. Right. Uh, let's see. The Big 12 is known for its dedication to, to the sports community, fans, coaches, staff, and players, etc., and its commitment to the welfare of its student-athletes, BYU's membership to the Big 12 would jeopardize both. First, LGBT coaches, players, and fans who, in, who who attend or compete at any Big 12 events hosted at BYU would be subject to discrimination since BYU remains exempt from Utah's LGBT non-discrimination law, which is a really shitty law that came out a couple of years ago that did not go far enough. Doesn't do much of anything. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well,
1: and I think, I think whenever you start getting, whenever you start having school, so, you know, a lot of schools get away with, like, BYU get away with this stuff because they're, you know, a religious school, and they, they classify themselves mm-hmm. as a religious school. The problem is, as you start joining secular organizations like, you know, Big 12, NCAA Big 12. And, yeah. and other things like that, yeah. you, are, you are kind of saying, like, okay, you're trying to have the best of both worlds. And and also too to clarify real quick, the, the the conferences also recruit the schools. So they they try and get whatever schools they can get into it that they'll bring the most fans, the most people yeah. that will watch mm-hmm. the conference. So I doubt this yeah. is just a an instance of BYU trying to get in. I'm sure the Big 12 is no. also you know courting well, them. Um, yeah, but they're, they're,
2: the, the, they're the BYU fans are rabid. <laughs> you want to talk about a uh, rabid yeah. fan base and BYU's fucking massive? Oh, no, no, rabid.
1: they, they got a long, proud tradition yeah. well, of football. Like, yeah, I mean, if you're talking just the football, yeah. they've had a really good football program for a long time. They have a lot of players that have come from there that have gone to the NFL, and they have a, you know, they have a good, a good football program. You put aside yeah. all the other stuff, they have a quality here, football program. Right? Here's yeah. here's also the
2: thing, Brian, is that this is a team that the church tells them they must support. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, well, that's also true. And so it's really There's easy for you to have a po- very popular school and a well-funded one when the school is <laughs> getting funding from a church and also all of the players' names are but put out there. this is and- exactly
1: why, though, that these religious schools like the Notre Dames and like you know, the BYUs, they should always be separate. They've always been yeah. separate, and they've been forced to, you know, to make a schedule where they've had to talk to other teams and, and make something happen with that. And I think that needs to stay that way. I, I'm I'm fully in support with them not getting into the Big Twelve. I think yeah. if if a school wants to keep its religious identity, I don't think it can be part of the NCAA. I just don't. Yeah, I don't think so either because no,
2: it, they, they you, shouldn't.
1: Well, and they they've no, received some no. flack
2: in the past couple of months about their law program that they have out there because they're saying, oh, uh, yeah. You can't actually like be part of this program if you're openly discriminating against LGBT people. And so this mm-hmm. is just more of that.
1: Civil rights class must yeah. be real interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's
2: it's it's awesome. I, but I'll but have it's to not- bring, uh, i have to get Ruben on here. Ruben won mm-hmm. out from that that was doing the Flying Spaghetti Mormon podcast. Oh, now yeah. Defunct. Sorry, we oh, miss yeah. you guys. Come back. Uh, Ruben <laughs> did that show and him and his co-host went to BYU. And boy, they could tell us stories. About oh, the shit oh, that was they've going got, on! Because he's
3: got stories, yes. But it's not just uh, with with the with with the, with the league. There, it's not just uh, it's not just an athletic
1: thing. Mm-hmm.
3: they don't just look at the athletics; they also look at the academic programs.
1: Yeah,
3: because they really want they really want to be associated not only with strong athletic programs but with strong academic programs.
1: Um, so they, they, they say they,
3: they do. Uh, well, <laughs> they, say they, they say they do, yes, but they, they also have a real serious problem with uh, universities that uh, have serious problems with academic freedom.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I don't know. I just anyway, – all these institutions are so – I mean, they all say but, they're nonprofit, too. That makes me laugh. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've heard that – you probably don't care too much about it, Brian, because you're up there in Washington. Uh, but the the Mormon church came out with a, like a statement the other day saying we've given $1.2 billion over the last 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started, I did the math and I'm like, did they really spend that much? And they're like, no, 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 no. This was a website that made a correlation on this saying that they spent oh, 30, yeah. 30 minutes because they donated at this one time X amount of dollars. And they said, okay, they've been donating this many, this long. Maybe they've donated this much over the whole time. And it's like, no, you guys can't actually say that much unless you get the number from them. I mean, good luck getting a money number from, from, the, from the fucking Mormon <laughs> Church. All I, all I Church.
1: know is for a, oh, a nonprofit oh, who supposedly donates, you know, supposed to donate X amount of your, your money, they are sure buying, the Mormon Church is sure buying up a lot of property all over the United States. I yeah, I Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked did. about the, 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 the Texas fucking, uh, <laughs> the timeshare, not timeshare, whatever, like expensive apartment building, condo yeah. buildings that they had. There was like, Wow, you spent less than that on your charitable donations last year. <laughs> I, I, oh, feel yeah. like,
1: I feel like they're going to build complexes, like their buy complexes, and turn them into these like Mormon-only complexes. And in like fifty mm-hmm. years, it's going to be like uh, that scene from Dread where he has to go <laughs> into the building and it's just all, yeah. like,
2: she's on oh, yeah. slow mo. <laughs> so
3: they, they can't they can't really make them Mormon-only complexes, but they can give them a certain set of rules that only Mormons will want to follow.
2: Why yeah, are like this we, why fucking we honor giving, code.
1: Why are we still giving people tax-exempt status to churches? I just don't get They, it. sh- they shouldn't. It's, they,
2: it's on they the line. Should. It's they, coming they, up. Uh, uh, I guarantee in the next, uh, probably not in a short lifetime for us, but within <laughs> the next two decades, I would think that that's seriously going to come under a Dude,
1: attack. these televangelist ministers have $40 million mansions, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: it's ridiculous, yeah. Come on. So anyway, yeah, back to the yeah, topic anyway. of BYU. Uh, they've made it very clear <laughs> that students who act on their homosexuality are violating the honor code, which makes them subject to expulsion. And a right. BYU official responded to the letter by saying Yeah, all of this is true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that, that's that's paraphrasing. This is the this yeah. is the statement. Uh spokesperson Carrie Jenkins said that BYU welcomes as full members of the university community all whose conduct meets university standards. Our standards, you know. Uh, we are yeah. very clear and open about our honor code, which all students understand and commit to when they apply for admission. One stated sexual orientation is not an issue. Uh, they just make it very uncomfortable for you the whole time you're here. Bullshit. As long as
1: you don't it's do any of the item. gay stuff while you're here, we're okay with you being here. We're okay with you yeah. being here. As long as you don't act gay. Yeah, don't yeah. act, don't wear, don't wear pink. <laughs> So anyway, I love,
3: a, I love how ambiguous it is too. As long as you don't act on
2: it. So one of the members of a of the Big Twelve right now is Baylor University, who uh, they say that there's a difference with it when how they treat LGBT students. So Baylor, a Baptist university, previously had language similar to BYU's on its sexual misconduct policy, and last year the school removed the specific reference to homosexual acts from a list of misuses of God's gift. That's <laughs> so mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, this makes me gag what, that.
1: what gift exactly are we misusing?
2: It's <laughs> it's our collective penises. That's what we're misusing. Uh,
1: I, I believe they're actually using them, so I I think they're. <laughs> no, it well, doesn't so go much. there. That doesn't there go there only, when, only,
3: only in women. You know, no, <laughs> there are only so many uses, really.
2: Yeah, and BYU culture, Brian. For if you if you didn't know, is a uh, one that's very open about you know guys and girls when they mm-hmm. hook up to get to use the loophole. Oh Jesus! The, <laughs>
1: yeah, which loophole? There's two of them.
2: Yeah, the poop hole loophole. the poophole hole loophole. <laughs> they're all, they're the
1: poophole loophole. <laughs> they use they use both of them.
2: Yeah, I, the, I gotta get I, I gotta play the Garfunkel and Oates song. Fuck me, for Jesus.
1: They use all the loopholes. Oh my God! Those loopholes were not present when I was in school. So just, I think BYU just, Brian, might. Brian, do yourself a favor
3: and Google soaking. Oh Jesus! I don't <laughs> know if I
2: should. <laughs> let's just put it this way: if it was a if it was a T Rex looking at you when you're trying to have sex in a BYU, at BYU, he wouldn't be able to see anything happening. Oh God! Otherwise known as basting. <laughs>
4: you just uh, keep it in there. All right. Uh,
2: uh, uh, okay, that's
4: good.
3: <laughs>
1: don't move don't move don't move don't move
2: god can't see it if you don't move <laughs> oh my god let's see so since student athletes also are likely not them. they're not having sex in full view of everyone else the revised policy at baylor uh, amounts to nothing since no one would know what they're doing behind closed doors so as it stands mm-hmm. byu's policy could be applied to gay students who are doing something as innocuous as holding hands mm-hmm. or embracing each other after a big win but if they take out that one line, they can make a lot of fucking money. So, what's the church going to do? Oh, if they're going to have a revelation. Let me tell you that. All I, all
1: I know is no. Anytime of the, money's on the line,
2: the church has a revelation. As a guy who
1: played football, I I would highly suggest that none of those BYU officials go into any of the locker rooms after a football game. There's a lot
2: of naked ass
1: slapping and <laughs> towel snapping and high fiving. And
2: there's uh yeah. Yeah I've, I've heard of, of some of this of, shit that lots some of huggers do. <laughs> of, yeah,
1: there's a lot of things that would make those guys very uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> All right, next one that we have up here, we have another police department that can't stop promoting Christianity. And oh, this one do. is in Mississippi. Oh, I don't uh, You pour a police department in Mississippi and the, the image that I have up here on YouTube for you guys watching there is not one of the cars because if you don't know about Mississippi, it's broke <laughs> as fuck.
5: So they don't they can't
2: afford like new Chevy SUVs. They had, like, these busted-ass old, like, Crown Vicks with, like, the old... I mean, not even with, like, LED light so bars. We're, we're talking, like, the old, like, spin-around fucking <laughs> <laughs> glass-domed light bars like Barney Fife had back in the fucking... Dude, if
1: you were to, walk a, to watch To Kill a Mockingbird, it's literally the ex- exact same way right now in, in
2: Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> same cars.
1: Same I was calls, just over there
2: busting up attitude. a ship robe.
1: <laughs> Pretty much same attitude, same everything,
2: so the UPOR Police Department, who obviously has not even decided to look at case law for this shit, uh, put the phrasing in God we trust on their vehicles, which is not a violation. Right. It's not a violation because it's the national motto, unfortunately. Uh, but rather than leave it and say the whole, you know, we love the U.S. motto thing, they showed their hand by quoting the Bible on a Facebook announcement. <laughs> and so what does that mean? That means the Freedom From Religion Foundation is involved and sending a letter to their chief of police, Greg Hunter, that's Greg with two G's at the end, fucking weirdo, (laughs) uh, noting that the problem with the Bible verse, along with several other religious posts made by the department on Facebook, uh, EPD's (laughs) Facebook page features several other religious posts. For example, its cover photo instructs readers to pray for law enforcement. And on July 20th and 26th, the EPD posted photos of gifts that it received from local churches. One post included a message from the church, which contained a verse from Ephesians 1:16. Whatever. Uh, finally, many posts were implore uh, were many posts implore the public to pray with EPD regarding violence against police officers. We ask that you refrain from posting religious messages on the Facebook page and urge you to remove the "In God We Trust" from all vehicles. They should respect the rights of conscience of all citizens, including non-Christians and others who, in good conscience, reject belief in a God. And this uh this is a police department that completely disregards its laws it pertains to church state separation if they're un- and if they're willing to break laws like that how can they be trusted to defend the law anywhere else so I have a feeling we're gonna see another forty something thousand dollar <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. your left eye <laughs> uh, uh, well there You're there goes their... like
1: 30 crown vix man
2: <laughs> yeah I know there,
3: there goes their crown Vic maintenance budget yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, let me go ahead and get a liter cola. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh God! Can we can we can we quit praying for officers? Can we just ask people to start training officers better? How about that?
2: Yeah, how about that?
1: <laughs> Let's do yeah. something that actually helps. Well, last
2: week's ep- last week's episode, me and Kyle talked about Black Lives Matter, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, ten very easy to well, somewhat easy to do things to change the police force for the better. Yeah. Somebody came on our YouTube and said oh, you're, you guys are just showing your white guilt. And I'm like, <laughs> what? White guilt What's syndrome? White... What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> this had well, nothing to do with race. <laughs> yeah.
3: well, I guess white guilt is another another way of, of recognizing, oh, yeah, there's a problem, and there might be a little bit of institutional racism and or white privilege going on. To,
2: to me, it just <laughs> rang with a whole bunch of shh. You guys are ruining it for the rest shh, of us.
1: Shh, knock it off, oh, man! Fucking,
2: shut so, up,
3: cracker.
1: I, you know, <laughs> I heard something. Stop yeah, acknowledging I heard, it's a problem. <laughs> I don't remember where I heard it. So, you know, whoever quoted it, I'm, this is not my quote. But there was yeah. somebody who said, like, um, when you, when, when people who have always been in power lose some of that power, and 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 everyone else becomes equal, it feels like discrimination. Feels like oppression. Yeah. And that is the problem that people sure. cannot understand. Losing Mm -hmm. our privilege that we do inherently have feels like we're being discriminated against because we're losing something. We're losing something, but we're not necessarily losing. We're just asking everybody else gets the same thing that we get.
2: We just want the same treatment. That's all. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, exactly. So you, you are losing your ability to be up here to start up here with everybody else up here. Mm-hmm. We're, we are saying we want you to give that up because we want everybody to start right here you know and that's right. and that's what I, I don't get why people have such a hard time with the black lives matter. i think it's the fact that it says black lives matter and there's so many people who don't give a shit about black lives so they're black just like fucking okay. but all <laughs> so lives matter well but they're not saying that yeah and that's <laughs> just saying we want everyone to be equal we want i want a black person to have the same experience with the police when they get pulled over that i do
2: yeah. yeah, where you don't have to worry about not, getting shot.
1: <laughs> I want him to be an asshole, write me a ticket, and then send me on my way. <laughs> That's
2: pretty much it. You
1: know, I don't want okay. you know, I'm not afraid that I'm going to be shot dead for a broken light.
2: The next one that we have here, we kind of touched on it a little bit, how we hope churches get non uh, get their tax-exempt status removed, and mm-hmm. they should be doing that thanks to the the Johnson Amendment – because uh, in what is clear, a clear violation of the 1954 Johnson Amendment and should be grounds for the loss of tax-exempt status. Pastors mm-hmm. are endorsing political candidates from the pulpit, as if we didn't know that yes. already. But we didn't know that Pew already. Rese- but but it's yeah, it's it's verified now. It's verified through the Pew Research poll that says that mm-hmm. as as many as one in ten churchgoers have heard their pastors making an official endorsement.
1: It's more. It's more than that.
2: Uh, it's definitely mm-hmm. more than that. But that's just the ones willing to say, "Yeah, I heard." So. Yeah. So the the study states that pastors are discussing uh that pastors are discussing varying political issues such as religious liberty, which you have as a United States citizen. I don't understand that. Homosexuality <laughs> because they hate all gays and they hate all them transgender people trying to take over the bathrooms <laughs> and abortion because you're killing babies and immigration, get them damn Mexicans out of this country. We're not worried about the Chinese or, you know, the uh, the Canadians. <laughs>
1: When did the just Mexicans the... become a problem? I'm still trying to figure that I out. Don't, I don't know.
3: As long as they're bringing their food with him, I'm okay.
2: Why are people not more in arms uh, and, and being pissed off about the Canadians taking all the fucking comedy jobs? <laughs> <laughs> Why is no one mad about that. Canadians God and the Australians
1: it. are just taking over Hollywood, too. The Brits, too. Ugh.
2: Oh yeah, well, I'd actually prefer British actors because they 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 actually will work they, they with other mediums besides that's movies. True. You know? yeah.
3: <laughs> because they 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 know how to act.
2: Yeah. How many places have I seen Benedict Cumberbatch? Even though he's a great movie star, he's been on lots of TV and he's yeah, a voice. I do and... th-
1: I do think that barrier though between TV. Not to get too sidetracked here, but the barrier between yeah. TV and movies is slowly starting to evaporate. You're going to see a lot more. You're seeing a lot more big time stars on these, you know, limited series. Yeah. That are really good. So anyway,
2: the the study states that passed, I already said that part. Uh, Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump has oh, promised to I, overturn yeah. the Johnson Amendment, saying that churches okay. should be allowed to openly endorse candidates. Something the secular coalition is speaking out against. Right. And there's a really sure. long paragraph here, and I don't want to I don't want to read the whole thing, but it's not fair that secular nonprofits are file are required to file a 990 tax form, which makes information about their sources of funding, governance, and structure expenditures all publicly available while religious nonprofits are exempt from doing this.
3: Right. Allowing and, uh, churches to yeah. endorse
2: candidates for public office would effectively unleash, unleash a new wave of dark money into the political system similar to super PACs. This right. would threaten the but separation of church and state and by transforming churches into political actors by turning the charitable co- charitable contributions of parishioners into potential campaign dollars. As if it mm-hmm. doesn't already happen. I'm sure it does. Well.
3: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. Donald doesn't. He doesn't want to remove their tax exempt status either. Well, I think,
1: totally I think. I think he's. Exempt. Well, I think he's absolutely right on the aspect of that churches should be able to say whatever they want to as soon as they pay fucking taxes. <laughs> you yeah. know what? Like, and, and they do. He knows he knows exactly what he's talking about in that aspect. He knows that if the churches say vote for Donald, he's going to help get their, you know, the religious vote when it comes election time. So he's right. That's about they, the only
2: people voting for him right now. Yeah, too. That's true. <laughs> well,
1: That's demographic. And, and they should be able to say whatever they want to. And he knows that they do. But because they claim tax exempt, they can't say this shit, but they yep. should just pay fucking taxes. I don't know why they don't. There's no reason why churches—they don't donate enough money. They don't do any Mm -hmm. kind of outreach to the to the level of what they're bringing in from, you know, income-wise. They are expanding. I drive by giant churches every day. I drive three three ginormous million-dollar properties on my way to work that I pay more taxes than they do every single. Well, actually,
2: you're helping fund those, Brian. (laughs) I'm helping
1: fund those with my taxes, and it's bullshit. (laughs) So yes, Donald, you're right. Churches should be allowed to say whatever the hell they want to. As soon as they fucking pay taxes.
2: As soon as they pony up and pretend that they're not separate. So.
1: <laughs> pay your 10%, right. your 30%, your 50%, whatever the government deems necessary. I'd say 90%, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and then say whatever you want to. You can be a hate group like every other hate group. And, and
2: you know. while we're talking about, you know, churches and, you know, building projects and everything that have been funded by taxpayer money, how about let's talk about the arc Park real quick.
1: Oh, oh goody. I want you to know from afar, I've secretly been laughing at this whole thing.
4: <laughs> it's, it's
2: been amazing. And patrons, don't worry. I, I'm planning on recording the the patron show about Ken Ham throughout this week. So I will stitch something together for you guys.
5: Even <laughs> if I can't
2: grab Kyle or anybody else late at night, I will record the goddamn thing myself. I have scripted it. It's ready to go. So anyway, oh, in Williamstown. Yep. Yes. Williamstown, Kentucky. Uh, they were promised a big economic boon after the arrival of Ken Ham's Ark Encounter in early July. The reality, however, is very much different. <laughs> and the the mayor of the town notices his, his last name is Skinner. Skinner! Uh, <laughs> we do have some tourists exploring downtown. Uh, as the merchants are getting more advertising with the Ark, we're picking up traffic, but it's not been as immediate as we thought it would be. And one of the reasons for this is that the... Uh, the the one that the, there's been a lackluster response to the park like not as many people are going like his opening <laughs> day was like 5000 people and he's lucky to have that daily and i'm sure he hasn't uh the the yeah it says here the crowds on opening day peaked around 5000 Have not done better since because it's an incomplete park <laughs> he opened it without <laughs> having everything ready listen uh, unless another, you
1: walk, unless you walk another, through the arc and it ends with the 300 foot Slip and slide that goes all the way down into a giant highway <laughs> pool. Nobody's fucking going to the, well, the CDR.
2: Suppo- there's supposed to be a thing at the top where you zip line to the ground.
1: It's got to be a slide. No anyway, one's going
2: uh, for- <laughs> someone from the Cincinnati Enquirer, a uh, local newspaper, I believe, Scott Wartman said that many people don't make the trip to the region just for the arc. Conventions in Louis- Louisville, or sorry, Louisville. Lexington and Cincinnati bus people in to see the ark and then back out. That means that they're not spending time in the city. They're not going outside of the park to you know to <laughs> see the local sites and everything. So that means that many of these people aren't traveling around to the countryside, and so the the lackluster draw from the park is having an impact on development in the area. Property owners have held on to property, hoping the ark will drive values up, and that's <laughs> that's delayed three developments. Well said. One was a restaurant, another was a theme based hotel, which I can just imagine an arc themed hotel. <laughs> it smells like it smells like animal shit around here everywhere. Yeah. That's what the arc is supposed to smell like. My host had is one wearing window. a
1: sack. This is not cool. <laughs> we only had
2: one winder. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the third, he wouldn't release any details on citing a confidentiality agreement to sex club. <laughs> had to be a sex club. I'm sure. Um, it's like grinder the club. That's what God. it would be. <laughs>
1: I wish, I wish, if there was a Jesus, I wish he showed up and said, "You didn't pay me fucking, you didn't pay me IP rights for this. <laughs> you guys
3: owe me so much royalty you money right now.
1: Right now.
2: So, <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize. I mean, we've talked about the uh, the amount of money, the sales tax rebate that they got, and everything. But they also granted the attraction more than $60 million in tax incremental funding. Uh, So it probably would have never gotten off the ground for that. So over the next 30 years, 75% of the property taxes paid by the park will be going back to paying the TIF that they had signed up for. So in return for this funding and other state rebates, such as the $18 million sales tax rebate, the park promised to bring in tourists, hotel development, restaurants, and more. And it's not. (laughs) <laughs> right. so I would like to say everybody in, Seattle,
1: everybody in Seattle who complained because we had to build a new baseball and football stadium uh, with taxpayer money. You could have got a big fucking arc sitting by <laughs> <Pitchell> <laughs> that really did not bring any money. In. Right. Well, I mean, it would even, it would have made sense up
3: there because it would double as an escape vessel. When <laughs>
1: the big one, <laughs> when, when, when
3: Mount St. Helens goes
1: again, no, Rainier, that's the new one. That's going to blow up soon. Everybody yeah. here is terrified. Yeah. Get on the boat. It's going. Let's go. The, oh.
2: the crazy thing is, is, like, this park opened in July. And this yeah. is July, August, and, like, mid-July and August are, like, peak hours for mm-hmm. for any, like, uh, theme park or any kind of attraction out there. Yeah. Has been, he hasn't been getting the numbers. He hasn't been getting the numbers <laughs> at all. And so when the school year starts, oh, next week for us here in Utah, mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Do you, does he
2: really think he's going to be able to pull people there like during the school year? Yeah. I know he wants to get the school kids to go there, but the FFRF he is, uh, is who, watching him like. Who a Who is going to
1: tell hawk. their parents? I want to go to. Listen, we're we got two choices this year: we go down and go to Disney World, or we go to see Noah's Ark. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's a one-sided conversation. We go see the I... Ark,
3: or we go to Six Flags. <laughs>
1: We go, to, we go to a KOA campground, or we go to Noah's Ark. Let's go to the KOA. they got a pool. <laughs> 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 I don't understand the draw. I mean, I, I've, I've seen some of the layout of this thing. I've seen some of the attractions, and I do not understand the draw. <laughs> even for religious people, you can watch that shitty Darren Ovlowski movie, Noah, and get everything you need out of the whole <laughs> ark, and you don't even need to go and spend thousands of dollars to go visit a giant wooden boat that may or may not structure. even sailed yeah. one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so down in the middle of Kentucky of all places.
2: Yeah, and this thing is not this thing's not seaworthy. For, it is not, I don't want anybody yeah. to think that, you know. Isn't like half
1: of Kentucky dry, so you might not even be able to get a drink on your way there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's really the only way you would enjoy that thing. If
1: there's a if there's a Noah's bar, I might be interested.
2: <laughs> Let's see. The the next one that we have for you guys, since we're talking about stupid religious people anyway. Uh <laughs> Is there any yeah, other? Sorry, time? Chief Justice Roy Moore from Alabama oh, fuck uh, is, to, is going to face trial for barring same-sex marriage. So there's a court in Alabama that he that says that he will face trial in September for violating judicial ethics after he ordered state judges not to issue same-sex marriages licenses earlier this year. Thankfully, Utah finally went held their nose and just said, "Okay, fuck it." The federal government says go for <laughs> it. But no. Alabama's got to go fucking and I use this term only because it's a cultural reference, full retard when it came to, <laughs> when it came to gay marriage. That so. is,
3: that's it's fully, that, that's applicable. I'm, yeah. surprised that
1: the, I'm surprised the people of Alabama didn't elect him king of Alabama. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this guy's got it going on. Well, he that's knows, the thing, is he's that doing. he's been dismissed from this job like twice. <laughs> yeah. People have voted him <laughs> in again. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. God, All right, why, so he's this
3: is why you shouldn't be able to vote for judges.
4: Oh. We got to go down the
2: curve. The Alabama Court of the Judiciary, which has final say on complaints against state judges, rejected Moore's motion to dismiss the charges on Monday, paving the way for a trial. Uh, he is widely expected to be found guilty and to be removed from the Alabama Supreme Court as a result. And the Court of the Judiciary did, however, reject a motion by the state's Judicial Inquiry Commission to remove him from the bench right away. So they're taking their time with it this time, only mm-hmm. because I think they're trying to make this one stick. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you can't run anymore. So uh-huh. this guy sparked a firestorm in January when he issued a administrative ruling prohibiting Alabama probate judges from issuing same-sex marriage licenses. The order contravened the consensus interpretation of Obergef- uh, sorry, fuck, I can't remember the name here. What is it? Obergefell versus Hodges, a 2015 Supreme Court ruling legalizing same-sex marriage nationwide. So Moore argued that the seminal ruling only struck down the same-sex marriage bans in, you know, Michigan, Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee since they were explicitly addressed in this decision. No, that's not how it works, Roy. It no, it's not. When, when you get the federal, you're the fucking state supreme court guy, and you're trying to say that a, that a federal supreme court ruling on same sex marriage in certain places, you know, doesn't apply across the fucking country. <laughs> <What a laughs> dummy.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get these he, guys. I mean, it's not like these these laws, these federal laws that we have, are really, you know, they're not Swiss cheese laws. There's not these holes no. you can poke in them. It's pretty much like, hey. Right. If you're if you're a same-sex couple and you want to get married, you can fucking get married. Every state yeah. has to grant you a marriage mm-hmm.
2: license. So yeah. Roy Moore, so the Southern Poverty Law Center jumped on it like immediately, because Good. they're in Good. Montgomery, Alabama. So, <laughs> right there. So they brought ethics complaints up against them, and so uh, they celebrated the state court of the judiciary's decision to deny his motion and continue the trial. Roy Moore has abused his power to push his personal agenda for far too long, said SPLC res, uh, president Richard Cohen. Alabama is a great state. I'd argue with you on that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as would anybody who's actually
2: visited Alabama. I've been to Alabama. No, <laughs> Me <thank> too. You. <laughs> and it deserves a better better than a judge like Roy Moore who thinks he is above the law, which I agree with. Uh, so he, the Alabama chief justice views himself as something of a folk hero. What like fucking does. Johnny Appleseed? <laughs> <laughs> He's like goddamn good old boy. Dude, no, you it, can't get wait, married.
1: Uh, do they understand um, what a folk hero actually is? I know, right? Dude, these are guys who are still mad about the civil rights movement back in the sixties. <laughs> They're like, I can't believe I can't I, believe black people and women got rights. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure these are the case. I'm
3: pretty sure. sure these guys are still mad about the Civil War.
1: Dude, <laughs> you know what? I watched um I watched so the little perspective of, of what what we we're just talking about is so I watched that uh, LGBA or LLBJ all the way movie on, uh, on yeah. or all the way on HBO. And yeah. so the, the I forget his name, but the, the, the senator who just recently died, uh, Storm, Thru- uh, Strom Storm, Thurman. Storm, Storm, Storm Thurman, thank you. He is in that movie <laughs> fighting <laughs> against civil rights. And, Uh you know, you don't think about it until you realize, like, holy shit, that guy was still in office up until, like, a year ago. (laughs) This is the guy who actively was trying to deny rights to to black people and still considering him two-thirds of a a person. (laughs) I mean,
2: it's like, oh, my God. So, for those wondering, uh, Moore was removed from the Alabama Supreme Court for an ethics violation in 2003 for Mm -hmm. refusing to comply with the federal court order to remove the stone monument of the Ten Commandments from the Alabama State Judicial Building. He snuck the monument into the court overnight. Oh my God! In 2001, without the knowledge of his fellow justices, and the uh, Alabama Alabama voters a, reelected him in 2012. Such a
3: such a bright guy. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he's he's really he's really a shining special
2: little star. So the real good news is that he's been suspended this whole time, so he hasn't good. been able to do any anything since he got <laughs> reelected. Really. <laughs> Oh, God, what a fucking piece of shit!
1: Oh my God, can you imagine being a progressive in a, in a southern state, like trying to bring <laughs> the rest of your small progressive group to like the forefront? Trying to, trying to, you're looking at your your mass population, be like, you guys, I'm trying to help you. Can we, can we move forward, please?
2: Trying to please. drag you screaming into the 21st century. Not a hole with
1: giant hole in it, but you're all too drunk on Pabst to realize it. <laughs> this boat, it's sinking. Oh no, they're not classy enough to drink Pabst. <laughs> yeah. oh,
3: they're they're, idea. they're, get, they're, get, they're getting, White getting White bombed White. on. They're getting bombed on high life.
1: <laughs> getting bombed on bathtub gin. Fucking
2: Miller High Life. Oh God, that's almost as bad as Coors Banquet beer. <laughs> uh, well, when they're
3: feeling when they're feeling fancy, they they crack open
1: a case of Natty Light.
2: Oh, oh man, Ugh, oh, <laughs> Keystone. no
1: there was this professional golfer on Twitter this weekend who just got an official sponsorship from Natty Ice, and it was uh, it was a picture oh, you terrible. would expect of a guy who just got sponsored for Natty Ice. He's literally wearing like a <laughs> American flag cowboy hat, some like swim trunks, and he's sitting on a on like a crown, uh, like a a chair made of naturalized <laughs> cases
2: <And he's> just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I like to thank my niece
1: <laughs> sponsor. I'm like oh you guys picked the right guy he's a pro <laughs> golfer that you guys know how to pick him <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: okay that does it for our news you miss segment we're going to jump to our first little break and we'll be back in a second with the geekery uh, so stay tuned this is Kyle this is X and this is Brian this is Utah Outcast. we will be right back
4: Hi, this is Trav Mamone, host of the By Any Means podcast. Join me every week as I interview bloggers, podcasters, writers, and activists about the intersections of atheism, humanism, racial justice, feminism, LGBTQ rights, and other social issues. You can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher, and you can read my blog at slash By Any Means. And remember, that's by spelled B I. Come um, take a listen to the musings of a queer humanist, because, hey, aren't we all a little bit curious
2: Okay, welcome back, and we are going to be talking about geek stuff real quick. So this is The Geekery, and I'm not sure how long this topic's going to last, but um, I have to bring up a couple of questions. Let me... yeah, he's showing his Batman mini... I've got that one. <laughs> so anyway, The Geekery, and usually on this one we don't talk straight geek a lot of the times, but I mean, we, we kind of try to balance it around whatever our show usually talks about. So uh since both Kyle and I have uh Brian with us tonight, we thought we'd take a few minutes that uh that are coming up with movies and television. Uh we were talking the area we were talking arrow in the break there how they're gonna have Dolph Lundgren come back and play mm-hmm. well not come back. He's going to be playing the main <laughs> bad you know, because he played a Russian in a movie at one time.
1: You <laughs> will break Oliver Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Hopefully. we're
2: going to talk a, a couple of things that come up, because I see I watched the trailer for Rogue One that came out this week, the, the second trailer uh, for that, and holy shit, that looks like a great fucking movie, but as I started reading YouTube comments, as you should never fucking do never do, do. Never do it, there were people like, I'm so tired of all these female leads and all these movies, uh, and I'm just like... All
1: of
3: them? Oh yes, all of those female leads. We've lost oh, yes. all male leads, they've all been really. killed. And so
2: I have to put the image up, and this is gonna be for the YouTube people only. Here's a neck beard as we talk about this topic for the next <laughs> 20 minutes. It's a comic neck beard, so it's not anybody in particular. Nobody has I'm not making fun of somebody in particular. So anyway, so they're talking about like all these female leads like, okay. You don't ever hear. I mean, okay, you do hear about it because there's there's two distinct different branches when they talk about geek stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. There's the MRA types that are like, I hate any time women get the forefront, and then you have the other type where they're like, God. How dare they make the guy for- that's going to be playing an Iron Fist the white a white guy?
3: <laughs> Except. <sighs> Danny was a white guy. He's always a, he's white a white guy. guy. He's always <laughs> been a white
1: guy. His name is fucking Danny. It's actually kind of important to his character. <laughs> exactly.
2: So, uh, and I, I we do want to talk about the success of all the, the people who hate everything crowd. Oh. Because oh. Ghostbusters, which was a perfectly fine movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, was it was a lot of fun. It came it up was. like 70 million short <laughs> of what they yeah. like projected for it. So we're not getting a sequel to that, even though they have a fucking mid-credit scene, or actually no, it was after credits where they they hinted mm-hmm. another movie.
1: Well, it didn't even well it didn't even fall short of projections. It's going to lose straight lose seventy million dollars <laughs> is what they're what they're saying. So, yeah. um, you know, some of the guys at Sony have come out and basically said like we believe in this brand. We're not we're not saying we're not going to make a sequel. It has worldwide appeal. I think they're leaving themselves an opening in case it has really strong Blu-ray sales. But
3: uh, yeah, it doesn't look it's, it's yeah, it's hard to recoup quite that much on Blu-ray sales.
2: Yeah, what I it, want people it's to do be hard. That were well, even in the the slightest camp of like, I I don't know if I want to see this. I don't know if I want to see this mm-hmm. when it comes out on Blu-ray. Watch it, but before yeah. you do, watch Ghostbusters 2 and yeah. then tell me which was the better oh.
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the complete the complete line for line remake of Ghostbusters one, but done in a shitty way? No, you know, your love. Now, good, good you know the sad part about Ghostbusters, and the other part is, is I actually think Sony probably worries whether or not they could, they only have two of the, the four girls actually under contract, and I don't know if they're going to yeah. be able to get Kristen Wig and um, Melissa McCarthy back. I mean, they dealt with a lot of hate and a lot of nasty mm. stuff for this, and so yeah. I don't think they would sign on again to do it again unless they're going to get paid a lot of money, which Sony probably would not be comfortable <laughs> paying them because it lost yeah. $70 million, yeah. But, which is like I said, it's too bad. As a guy who's seen the movie, I think all three of us have seen this. Yeah, you know, the end of the set it up. I mean, it's it it, it built a world that you want to see more of, and the way it ended it made me excited for a sequel. I, I was really looking forward to the way that they would take this movie now that the you know, everyone kinda mm-hmm. breathed a sigh. Um there's a few meta moments in that movie where they talk about like, it wasn't that bad, see, you know, everybody can just breathe and relax. And I think there would have been <laughs> the stress of this movie gone and they could have just had fun with the next one.
2: Yeah. Well, it's if they would have sold just, it from the very beginning, like this is not a retelling, this is not a yeah. like line for line retelling. This is bringing Ghostbusters to the modern age. Everyone like, fine, fine, that's right. great. I yeah. don't. I could see places where they made missteps, but at the same time, I mm-hmm. I I'm, I brought it up only because you have two distinct crowds that are hating on this movie, or that yeah. I'm not saying hating on it, but you have the the people that don't want to see women in any specific role or anything like mm-hmm. that. And right. then you have the counterbalance to that force where they're attacking wholeheartedly because, like, no, this movie needed to happen. It must happen. It is, you know, the ones that are going overboard with their support of it, you know. You know I wish yeah. we would live in it more of a community where people were just allowed to enjoy things. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, I think... I, I but do we're think not the,
2: there. <laughs> well, and I
1: do think the marketing department did a disservice. I mean, we talked... I they think did. We were on my show once. I think we talked yeah. about how much we didn't like the first couple of trailers. They just did not do a good job of kind of giving you what you were... You know, telling you what this movie yeah. is really... What it was. The first trailer made it look like it was kind of a, a follow-up a re- or even a sequel... follow yeah. ...to the mm-hmm. original when it has absolutely nothing to do with the original. And I, I think they were afraid to alienate the hardcore Ghostbuster fans. I think they were afraid mm-hmm. to lose that base, so they tried to cater to them and to a new crowd... I think if had they just said, "Listen, we don't care what people say. This is our movie. We support it, and this is what you're going to get." And and did that message instead of kind of trying to make everybody happy, I think they would have done a lot mm-hmm.
2: better. Yeah. Well, and they, I'm were, this they were
3: they were they were a little too timid. They were a little too timid, uh, both in their approach to the marketing and in their writing of the movie.
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: They they really.
2: Hey, they, really they stuck a queef joke in there. That was yeah, fucking did. amazing, dude. No, they
3: they <laughs> they stuck a lot. Of, they stuck a lot of stuff in, but all of the, the but the things they put in that leaned on the original
1: movie.
2: Yeah, a little like too you, much. You well, didn't need the firehouse thing. Was, you really didn't need that. Right. Well, I
1: think there's a supposedly this movie was originally four hours too. So I think this might be another yeah. issue of a of a of a cut that tried to service, like Kyle said. The old fans, yeah. instead of just making yeah. it its own movie, it, they should have. Yeah, if you're going to do a
3: reboot, just treat it like a reboot. This is a new movie. This yeah. is that's it. It's a new movie. Yeah, you don't need yeah, there to, you some don't people
2: need to... that even had a problem with it just being called Ghostbusters because like, mm-hmm. and so that's why the movie came out with a different tagline at the end of it, like "Ride right at release." Oh. I can't remember what they yeah. called it at that. point. I, oh, it's like, an- answer, the yeah, oh, answer the call. Answer the call. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just like say who you're gonna call. Bad. That would have been fine. I, you know what, who you're gonna call? Everybody knows that's Ghostbusters. It's just I, I I don't think Sony expected the backlash that they got originally in the game. No, they, they did. Their... But you know,
3: their 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 little theme song, their Oh god,
1: it was awful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh dude Fallout Boys song was yes, oh, as best. So <laughs> awful. Bad.
1: So bad. It was the so bad top... that they inserted the original Ghostbuster song back into the movie. Oh geez, You know, they um uh, no I don't know. I, I do think, it, it's too bad. It is too bad that that we live in a day and age that people hated this so much. And I didn't even know that there was that hardcore of a Ghostbuster following. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there, oh, there is. I mean, there I like Ghostbusters. But is. I mean, eh, whatever. When I heard the, when I heard the cast, I'm like, oh, I'm sure this will be funny. We'll see how this goes. And then you know, yeah, I was I was, I was fine with it.
3: I had no problems with the with the idea and the 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 pitch, and I had no problems with what they were saying they wanted to do they just, well, for, didn't, just didn't live up to they just didn't live up to what they what they originally pitched
1: i still think the movie, movie was good enough though to make more than it did and not earn the internet it, hate that it received yeah. no it didn't deserve as much hate as it did um it certainly should
3: have done better than it did but they they the sold them was already
2: out there yeah yeah well, plus it hurt
1: that it couldn't be released in China.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's really starting to hurt markets nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. That's actually, hurting. actually saving some movies because yeah. we had what um, Warcraft did spectacularly well over there.
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, Warner Brothers is still trying to find a way to get Suicide Squad released over there. They're They're still working with China to figure out a cut that will make them happy. Yeah. Well, China's the biggest market in the world right now. That's... I That's think the U.S. is still technically bigger than there, but they're saying, I think, in a year that it'll be the biggest market in the world. It's, right now, they are, they are either equal to or, or larger. They, they certainly have a larger audience. Yeah. Well, they're just much more strict on what's released over there, though. Right. So. Right. that's It's, it's, a it's big hard problem. to get movies over there. <laughs>
2: they have a, a, a culture center you know, that goes through everything inch yeah. by inch and makes sure that it's appropriate. So, yeah. Which is funny because I had a discussion with somebody and they're like, they, they did not understand the difference between communism and socialism. Oh. <laughs> and they're uh, like, cool. so-and-so wants to do this and do that and everything. That's socialism. And I'm like... No, no, actually, that's that's communism, buddy. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I don't want it. To... They deleted their post. I was like, yeah, socialism
1: says that everybody works together for something. Communism says that everybody does what the government tells them to do. There's a big difference.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, what we have right now, um, since we're talking Suicide Squad, it, it seems that a lot of the same was happening with Suicide Squad, but it has broke mm-hmm. over 300 million. Uh, yeah. Without an opening in China. I mean,
4: mm-hmm. that's
2: not enough for it to be considered. I mean, it's a, it hits successful numbers, but it's not a like full-blown success. And it probably yeah. will be because, let's face it, it's got Batman, it's got Joker. Mm-hmm. People are going to go see it in fucking droves. Right, and that's well, probably the main draw for it. It's
1: doing really strong with younger crowds, honestly. So they'll keep right. seeing it while the summer's going. So I think you might see some the numbers. I think it took a sixty-five percent dip this week. I mean, it, it's gonna it's oh, gonna claim it, the weekend. No, it was it, it was it was bigger than that. It was in the seventies. No, because I just I just posted an article on uh, Geek Dad Report about it. It uh, they didn't beat Batman and Superman. Batman and Superman was a sixty-seven percent drop. It cleared forty-three and a half million. I think this weekend. But it, I mean, it's still to your point. It's still a significant drop. Oh, yeah. DC movies are taking massive hits week over week. But yeah. I do think because it's a summer movie, because it's doing well with the younger audience, mm-hmm. I think you might see it in theaters up until school starts. So I, I think this movie has a chance worldwide to hit 600 million. Um, I don't think it's going to do much more than that. But so yeah, it,
2: it appears it appears to me that like most of the world is fine and content with uh, going to the movies and watching TV mm-hmm. that that critics seem to hate.
5: Mm-hmm. And Kyle, this isn't going to be <laughs> critic
2: bashing. I'm not trying to say that. But we can't oh, deny funny. that there there is a very much real and apparent issue with Internet activists trying to sway movies and TV in one direction or the other. Yeah. I mean, and like I've said a couple of times already, it's on both sides of the issue, not just the MRAs hating Ghostbusters. Right. But there's hate for Suicide Squad where, and I'm not going to paraphrase exactly what you said, but it sent comic <laughs> women back a few decades or something like that. No, it didn't. And, and, and so i mean i mean look at what's what's also happening with killing joke and Mm -hmm. it's apparently also happening in the matt damon movie coming out because people have been (laughs) screaming whitewash for a few weeks now Mm -hmm. where i want to remind people just how big china is yeah that's uh a massive fucking country Mm -hmm. so
1: a couple points on the wall um yeah because I think
2: the director I, has come out and said, "Yeah, uh, well, no. this
1: is an entire Asian production. Asian <laughs> director, Asian writers, Asian actors. Everyone except Matt Damon is, right. is is Asian in this movie. And the reason why is because this and is one the biggest, <laughs> This is the biggest co finance movie ever between America and China. And so Legendary mm-hmm. Pictures and China they both agree that they would like to have a bankable star. There is a lot of money going in this project." Mm-hmm. And they wanted to succeed because if it does well, then there'll be a lot more projects down the road that they can co-finance and push forward. So Correct. they brought in Matt Damon. Now Matt Damon's not playing the greatest Asian general of all time. He's playing a warrior found that's been traveling Asia that they brought in to help fight mm-hmm. demons and dragons. So this is a sci-fi yeah. kind of fantasy historical yeah. type of movie. What was the uh, what is. was
2: the movie with Antonio Antonio Banderas where he played? What? Um, no, 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 no. He was like, it was like the 7th <laughs> Warrior or something. What the fuck was it called? Oh, uh, um, oh,
3: oh. Ninth the, yeah, the, the, no, it was 19th was there
2: Thirteenth, the 9th Warrior.
3: 13th warrior. warrior, yes, that's
2: it. 13th Warrior, yeah. And so, I mean, a lot of people watched that, and they didn't, like, go, oh, my God, they're bringing in a Spaniard to play, a, like, a guy <laughs> in a Middle Eastern movie. It's like.
1: Well, I, I think on the, like, you watch the movie The Last Samurai. I think it's easy to hate movies yeah, like that if you haven't watched it. I <laughs> I like The Last Samurai because I don't think they tried to, I don't think his presence in there belittled the samurai people. I think it was a, a way to look into this, a, a culture for somebody else because he was never as good as them. He never swayed the battle. He 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 helped them fight something a, a, a greater you know a, a Western power coming into <laughs> Japan. Now I can understand where people, but I think people look at these like the look at these movies on the. It's funny as a joke to say, oh look, the last of the Mohicans. Daniel Day-Lewis, the last of the Samurai, yeah. you know, Tom, Tom Cruise. But I think a lot of these people haven't actually watched some of these movies. Or I think, like, people, like, take a lot of things out of context in this. Now, the Matt Damon movie, I'm not going to say it's not whitewashing. I haven't seen the movie yet. But from what I've heard, the description, it is not whitewashing. But it's easy to say, why didn't you get, you know, why didn't you get a, a famous Asian actor who's famous maybe in China but maybe not in America to play that role? Well, yeah. when – Studios are putting $150 million on a project that they need to succeed. That's why okay. they don't do it. At the end of the day, these, these studios are corporations that want to make money. They're not just... <laughs> they do. They do.
3: They do. And people are forgetting, people are forgetting that Matt Damon is an incredible actor, yeah. and he could totally play
1: Asian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's not forget Matt Damon also mansplained that one time. <laughs>
1: Matt Damon.
3: Matt Damon. I don't. Know, I. I don't. This is. That's not a movie I'm really worried about. I'm really yeah. not worried about that at all. Yeah.
2: No. It's. It just blows me away that so many people just harp on things, harp mm-hmm. on things, harp on things without a watching them.
3: <laughs> right.
2: Or b not looking at it with a with a non bias when they actually see it. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that thanks to the negative scores that like uh, aggregate sites have given Suicide Squad. Yeah. are walking into it and going oh, this is going to be a big piece of shit.
3: Yeah, and then, and really then like, that, <laughs> Yeah, at least they're walking out going well, that wasn't as big
1: piece of shit. Critics must be full of shit. Or
3: I, no, that's how it. I went
2: out of it because okay, so, I read a about, lot of the criticism let's, let's, and I'm like
1: let's, let's talk yeah. about this. Kyle clearly does not like this movie. I mean me an me X uh, very much. No, 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 no. As a
2: critic, he didn't so like the
1: movie. as a critic, you did not like this movie very much. So as, as, a crit- as, in as, <laughs> as a your mouth. As a critic, I said this is
3: not a good movie. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's right there. If I had to give it a rank, it's a, it's right about fifty percent. It's not a bad movie. No, mm-hmm. it's it is a poorly made and a poorly written movie that has a lot of redeeming qualities.
2: Well, and yeah. I'm still going to call bullshit on David Ayer saying that this was the cut that he wanted. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm with calling that 100%. bullshit on
1: that. That is studio. Yeah. Well, it's like, him trying to keep a job in the future. <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> no
3: shit! That's, entire, that's entirely possible, but you know what? Fuck you. If you say this
1: is the cut I wanted, that cut is shit. <laughs> well, and you know what? It, like to your point, I don't a- argue with people that did not like the Batman v Superman theatrical cut because that is what they said. This is what we're releasing. I think the ultimate cut is the best, and they should have never released the other one, but they did. And so, I, I understand people who say that cut is they don't like it. I, I get yeah. it. You know, but so the, prob-
2: the problem we're getting with a lot of this stuff is that. Okay, specifically with Zack Snyder, any movie that he's made that's Mm -hmm. been a, you know, has been a flop at the box office. And I'm not saying every movie has because he's had some successes. Yeah. But if you look at the ones that were critical failures. Mm-hmm. He released a version afterward that's like an hour, like forty minutes longer. Like Sucker Punch was like forty minutes yeah, longer. So the, even that the one was cut. better
1: as a director's cut.
2: It was a much better movie. That movie,
1: and, I, I love Zack Snyder, but that movie was fucking weird. Was shit. Yeah.
2: I mean, look at the uh, look at Watchmen. I thought Watchmen was a fucking phenomenal movie, even the movie theater release that we had, mm-hmm. only because yeah. I walked into it knowing, you know, mm-hmm. what I was looking for, you know. And there's some stuff like he did with Three Hundred, where it was like panel for panel. You know, recreation of what was in the comic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of people that had a problem with the ending, like how they they changed it from the comics. And I, I to this day, i am saying, you guys are fucking dumb. You know, there's no <laughs> the way you <laughs> can do giant space squid oh, yeah. and have it work. Yeah, yeah. No, that
1: was way better. That's I think is better than the comic book ending.
2: Psychic mind squid that kills half the population <laughs> kind of shit. You're <laughs> well, not going to get away with
1: that. No, with, with Suicide Squad, particularly, that, would, that one surprised mm-hmm. me at the. So. When we talk about Ghostbusters, there was a lot of hate before that movie even came out. Suicide right. Squad, there was a lot of love and excitement building up to this, and then the backlash right. after it came out, with Chris <laughs> especially, was surprising to me. And I don't, mm-hmm. I've seen the movie. There are flaws with this movie. To your point, Kyle, yeah. the story yeah. definitely has some problems. Um, mm-hmm. The way they use Enchantress makes really no sense. They could have picked a much better <laughs> yeah. villain. The Joker would have been an infinitely better villain for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but. So th- this movie isn't perfect, but the vitriol that is coming out of some people for this movie, I feel, is completely unwarranted. I feel like this movie is taking the brunt for a lot of critics who think that comic book movies need to go away. And I think well, this is the one where they're just yeah. like,
3: "There are some, this is the yeah, Hildy Hildy Dianne, they're right."
1: <laughs> they they are. This
3: movie is getting more, it's getting more critical black backlash than it really deserves. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, almost every Actual critique of the movie is valid,
2: but, 26%, but <laughs> twenty six percent, man.
3: you have to take that aggregation with a grain <laughs> with a grain of I salt, know, because just... when when you put a review up on Rotten Tomatoes, it you you are forced to give yeah. uh,
1: yes a,
3: or no a number a, a, a number a yeah. percentage. You're you're forced yeah. to give them something, and then they aggregate that. So there's no context to that number.
1: Well, yeah, but even so, like I'll, a lot of times I'll go on Rotten Tomatoes, and I like to read reviews because sometimes it'll get a right. bad review. But they, you know, the things that they mm-hmm. say is positive, like Warcraft, for example. A lot of people said, "Yeah, you know, this movie's a lot like Battlefield Earth." Well, I enjoyed Battlefield Earth; as a stupid fun <laughs> movie, so I don't have that a problem movie. with that. So I like to, <laughs> yeah. I like to check those out when I do it. But this, right. there's a lot of just anger. Like there, some of these reviews what are it? just dripping with hate for this movie, <laughs> and I just yeah. don't see it.
3: Well, there's some. There are a lot of things, and and some of the things I brought up is uh, they 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 really do treat women, especially Harley Quinn, very badly in this movie.
1: Okay, so explain to me how, because I didn't see it. That okay, way. okay. So so first off,
3: they 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 reduced fight, the character. They, re- <laughs> they reduced her character to really two two main points. Mm-hmm. Absolute unwavering devotion to Joker yes and which is
2: consistent with her character though with, which is, is consistent with her character by the Joker
3: which is yes but she was that and crazy which is also her character
2: yes because but, the, you know the,
3: but the, they, the the ace chemical but, plant <laughs> right but they also but they removed the brilliant doctor portion they removed the absolute deadly cunning portion her character and she was just the hot crazy girl but and they and they made it they made they made a point of repeatedly repeatedly treating her that way and she did not once actually stand up to any of it
1: but i think they did I, i personally felt they did a very good job of making that part of she used that as a weapon she was by far one of the most dangerous characters in that movie And, you know, at the end of the movie, she saves the day. Spoiler alert. You know, if not (laughs) for her, they all die horrible deaths to the
3: Enchantress. So, right. No, I I don't I don't disagree. But that that part at the end, that like one part at the end, which I really I really enjoyed. (laughs) But why couldn't we have that character
1: through the entire film? But I, I felt like you did for the most part. So here's my thing. Harley Quinn, I grew up on Harley Quinn. I actually thought this movie did a better job of giving her, you know, I don't want to say agency, but I like how they ch- they changed her relationship with the Joker. When she was originally created in, in the cartoon, it was a completely one-sided abusive relationship. Joker used and abused her,
2: and was she just kept coming yeah. back. <laughs> in this
1: right. movie, I thought they did a much better job of showing that they had a mutual love. It, it's a horrible relationship, don't get me wrong. A very abusive, very bad relationship. You know, natural-born killer-style relationship. But they both chose to be with each other, and they both made choices. She made the choice to become Harley Quinn. She made the choice to To be who she was. So Mm -hmm. she made a choice to give up the brilliant doctor and become this crazy, free-of-all-whatever-inhibitions person in this movie. And I I thought the movie did a, a fairly decent job of showing her making that transition. So for me, her being an object which she is. Everybody oogles her, and she plays the dumb, mm-hmm. oh, what are you looking at? But I think she uses that to disarm people because in a, in a dime, she turns on them when, when they don't give her what she wants or they don't have yeah, her goals many, in mind. Look how many times
2: they're <laughs> about to turn on flag. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, I, he, I mean, it's the moment Joker shows up, she's like, later, motherfuckers, you, and she peace, just out out. And then she, you out. Know, and then after the Joker's gone, she's like, well, shit, I kind of like these guys. I guess I'll go back and hang out with them. And then ultimately, she saves the day at the end of the movie. So I, I can understand... I can understand the perspective, but I also think the problem, I know a lot of feminists are very upset with, the, mm-hmm. with Harley Quinn, but I think part of the problem is they picked a bad character to be a feminist icon. I mean, <laughs> They really did. Because <laughs> you know, Harley Quinn is well, not a great person that you want to show to young women to be like, you want to be like Harley Quinn. Only um,
2: after she stands up to Joker, beats the yeah. shit out of him with an inch of his life, and then goes into a solo thing. Yeah, but, That's right. not the Harley Quinn we got though. That's we're this, still no, very much origins,
1: but I thought they did a better job of changing her orig- origin so it gave her a stronger character. No, she that was not a strong character at all. Compared to where she, she was in the in the cartoon series when she first uh, showed up, I think she was she's an infinitely more stronger character with okay, more of I, her own Well okay. But the, you have to treat this like an origin story. I, I you know, I think a lot of times comic book fans they have the characters that they have now. Okay, so we're used to right what we have now
2: we're used to the archetype we're, you we're, know, used, to the we're archetype. used to the batman
1: superman be, but at the same time you you want to be true to the characters in the comics there's a lot of story there that you have to get from point a to point b you know in the next movie if she has a lot more agencies she, she embraces her inner power more that you're going to feel that you're going to feel that growth and transition because now she's had a couple movies to get there you know a lot of people forget tony stark was a horrible horrible misogynistic character especially in iron man 2. he treated scarlett johansson awfully but no, but there was no backlash. We need to get rid of this character because he's treating, you know, he's treating Scarlet Witch like a piece of, like a piece of meat. But yeah, we I feel didn't like there's a the, double standard.
2: That- we didn't get the, the, the bad Tony Stark until, God, which <laughs> one was it where he said the Prima knocked the line and oh, everybody lost their collective oh, fucking minds. Yeah, yeah, no, that
3: was, that was the that was Age of Ultron.
1: That that's the same character If you watch Iron Man One, Two and Three, it's the same guy.
2: <laughs> He's still a horrible fucking human being. You <laughs> people know? finally
1: were like, you know, you can't say this shit, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so I you know, and it doesn't make it right if just because you don't call out one and call out another, and I'm not saying it does, but I feel like the level at which people are angry at the betrayal of Harley Quinn, I just don't feel it's just. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I have daughters too, and, and I, I I don't want my daughters to feel like this is who. I don't want them to look up to Harley Quinn because I think she's a terrible character in general to look <laughs> yeah, up to. Yeah, and their
2: their relationship is fucking horrible too. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want her to
1: think an abusive relationship, it even is- if you choose it as
3: the right one. Right. No. When I when I but when I'm saying she's she was not a strong character. Her motivations were very thin. There was no there was no nuance to it. Um. So perfect example in the scene the scene in the strip club. Where
1: everybody, you haven't already, yeah, spoilers.
3: spoilers, (laughs) spoilers. The scene in the strip club where Joker basically gets pissed off and pimps her to Mm common. And I don't, did they ever name that character, or is it just his uh, name uh, is is like Big T
2: or something? I think there has to be a deleted scene. There has to be a deleted scene to explain that fucking scene. Because if they cut out like a minute where like he slighted her earlier on in the movie,
1: right.
4: Or See, he I made thought, some
2: sort of gro- gross comment right, well, or let, something like I'll that. Let's finish,
1: but I, I kind of got that the, that him right. and the Joker, the Joker and Harley, were playing a game. The whole thing was a game. He was never going to give Harley to him. No. She said, "Oh, so, sure." And then when he's like, "No, I'm not cool," and then she's like, "Oh, you don't want me?" You know. It, I, I felt like it was a whole psychotic game that these two played. Yes, there, there, there was that, there
3: was that element. But to make her, um, to give her character more depth, she needed. In that scene, so we're just talking about this one scene. She needed, in that scene, a little more of her own her own agency.
1: Yeah.
3: So, so to make her a more uh, self-assured, independent character, she should have been the one who shot him.
1: Yeah, I could I could see that. So, I, I would have liked that too. Um, I mean,
3: other, otherwise, really, what purpose did she did she serve in that scene? That any other person couldn't have served. Uh, what? 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 What exactly? No, she she had no real purpose in that scene other than to be a prop.
1: I don't. Yes and no. I like I said. I think those two. I I think that whole scene in that movie is mm. is is to show the type of relationship that Harley Quinn. If you look at all their scenes together. It, they didn't have as nearly as much time as I think as all of us would have liked. I think the Harley Joker, at least for me, the aspect of their relationship in this movie was one of my favorite parts of this movie. But, um, but I think everything up to that point was to show that these two have a psychotic, crazy relationship. And, and I think that scene—I do think that scene was a tad bit unnecessary, honestly, yeah. because I felt like we'd already seen that before. Like you've already—we've already seen how crazy the relationship was. So I do feel that was a little tacked on. But I don't feel like it was just. Lip service to show, a, a make sexualize Harley Quinn and give us something where you go, oh, she's hot and a you know, half dressed and rubbing on a pole. So you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we got though. That's that's what to be we fair, got though. That's, most characters in that movie
1: did not get as much depth and moments to to have their own agency as as they deserved. Yeah, Even this movie men- was, was, no, was no, no, definitely yeah.
2: this movie was definitely Deadshot and Harley centric. You and, know,
1: and Amanda yeah. Waller who was just. Fucking crazy badass! Well, I think crazy, badass. Viola Davis and played even, a and fucking even, great role, and even
3: she <laughs> did, she did. But even even Waller was was underdeveloped. The problem really was that most, almost every single character had very little motivation and very little to do.
1: But I think squad is though. They're not motivated to do this. They got a chip in the back of their head that's gonna kill them if they don't. (laughs) So it's not like when I talk when I talk about
3: motivation, I mean, you know, actual character motivation in the in the story. The way it was, it was just people showing up doing what they were told to do, and there was no actual reason in the story for them to do it.
1: Well, but like I said, in the comic book, it's the same way, though. So I I think part of the problem that you maybe have with this movie in general (laughs) is I I feel well, I don't want to speak for you, but I think part of the problem that maybe some people have with this is that Suicide Squad as a property, I I like this movie, but I I do feel this movie should have been a few more movies down the road once the universe was more established. This movie was asked to do a lot for the third movie in the DC universe, and I think the problem with Suicide Squad is there is no motivation. You take the worst of the worst, you tell them you're going to kill them. If they don't just go complete a mission for you, so it's not there is no reason for them to do it. Even Will Smith at the very end, that yeah, they gave him a little more depth because you had to give some heart to this movie or else you just have a bunch of people just <laughs> shooting people for no reason whatsoever. And I, I felt like they did a at least a little bit of a decent job bringing them together, not as a family but at least as a group who kind of liked each other by the end. So they were fighting a little bit for each other, but yeah. you know, but yeah, I mean. There's problems with this movie that are on a fundamental level, I think, less than mm-hmm. even an execution or even a script writing. I mean, Suicide Squad as a story does not have depth. Even the comic book doesn't have a ton of depth. I mean...
2: <laughs> comics no, you know comics I mean? in don't don't general even, don't have very much depth. And you no,
1: you, you <laughs> don't even need an assassin it. and a psychotic Joker love interest <laughs> to be your main stars. It's like, yeah, Yeah, but even, even
3: those people, any character needs... They need a few things. They need uh they need a they need a motivation, mm-hmm. they need a goal, and they need an obstacle.
2: So all agreed badly guys written.
3: Have it. Yeah, <laughs> badly, it was written, badly,
1: badly, badly written. But had you yeah, given it, it and eight main stars, this movie would have been three hours long, Warner Brothers would have cut it to two, and then Zach Snyder would have released the directors cut the video that we all said would have been the best movie ever. No, no, it wouldn't have. It just needed to be it just needed to be written better. Yeah, no. There's problems with this movie. <laughs> and
3: directed better, but I think really, there's a lot it of fun. it's not getting the credit it deserves for it does it it doesn't get the credit it do, it doesn't get as much credit as it does deserve for where it succeeded. But really, all it would have taken were a few minor script changes, and a few minor changes in direction, and you could have had fully formed fully formed characters. Like all, it would have taken was Harley a couple of times, just standing up to being objectified. Didn't it wouldn't even have to be serious. It would have just had to have been some some form of of uh, re- some form of reply, answering that that sexism, and and she would have been a much stronger, fully formed character. You know, and don't put her in fucking heels. God
1: <laughs> okay, damn it. I reply, here's what I reply. Uh, Some people enjoy that kind of attention. <laughs> Maybe she's was- a character that does. It's not about, but that's not about attention. You don't go into combat in heels. Oh, I wasn't talking I was, I was talking about the, the whistling <laughs> and the oogling or when she's changing her clothes. I feel like a character like Harley who's going to strip down and change her clothes in front of a bunch of guys does not actually give a shit if they look at her. And that is where I'm like, you know, I'm not saying that that's a reason to be sexist or catcall or to be jerks, Mm -hmm. but...
2: But she has used those feminine wiles Her
1: character. I (laughs) I think we can all agree that if if this was a Wonder Woman movie and she did the exact same thing and Mm -hmm. everybody hooped and hollered and she didn't take her shield and sling it around like Captain America and knock them all out, we could all sit here and say... That's bullshit. She would have knocked out every last one of she them. She wouldn't the guys. have put up
2: with any of that because she's an Amazonian. So. <laughs> because she does not,
1: as we've seen in the trailer, she does not take orders from any man. <laughs> so, you know,
3: right? I just that
1: sounds like slavery. to
2: there,
3: me. <laughs> there, there were there were moments where it definitely would have been pro- more appropriate for her to, yeah, n- well, you know, why it, you call not- call call Boomerang on a couple of on some of his shit.
1: they made jay courtney actually entertaining i will give them they did (laughs) they did they did but he would have been the perfect foil
3: for harley to call on call on that shit yeah Yeah. and that would have solved a major problem yeah well I I, don't and don't and don't fucking put her in booty shorts and heels (laughs) to go into a to to go into combat hey she did choose between outfits she did (laughs) yeah yeah but you know that's that's bad costuming that was just bad costuming right there
2: they did great costuming because they had a callback to the alex ross cover
1: that was awesome
2: (laughs) that was fucking amazing
3: (laughs) it was awesome that they did it but that costume her costume there looked like shit
1: I'm so it glad was... I did not put her in the Jester costume. <laughs> Almost. I am too. It does does not so work. When you see it on the big screen, you're like, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, year. and I'm so glad
2: <laughs> she didn't have her accent from the cartoon too. I'm so happy for that because, <laughs> holy shit, could you imagine the hate that would have come from that? Because, oh, not mm-hmm. only does she look like one, but she has to sound like a bimbo too. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I think Tara Strong would take a- offense to of that. I love her voiceover <laughs> <laughs> work. Voice
4: no,
2: I, I do yeah,
1: love her voice. No, voice. I, I absolutely love Tara Strong. <laughs> but yeah no i you know i, I don't know i just I, I i urge anybody who wants to see a fun entertaining movie to check out suicide squad i think we can all agree this is probably not an empowerment movie for your seven-year-old daughter to go see but oh, it, uh, it, but it, well, it <laughs> she does kick think. ass
2: quite a bit in the movie though i do
1: feel it's like just... a hot topic made a movie it would be the suicide squad <laughs> <laughs> yeah really <laughs> yeah <it would. laughs>
4: But it, it does I don't I don't think it deserves
2: it does not deserve 26%. That's that's my main sticking well, point is that you have you have the new fucking Independence Day, I think, that's sitting higher than yeah. <laughs> the reviews well, than I, this I is. I think
1: part of the problem too is that, you know, a lot of critics have to have to, have to say nice things about Marvel movies because they're really good. And I do think <laughs> there is an underlying not with all critics, obviously, Kyle, but I think there's an underlying Let's get rid of these comic movies, like we talked about earlier. And I think they hate the fact that they have to constantly say that Marvel movies are great. So I think when these movies come out that aren't quite where Marvel are yet, they just, yeah. just tee off on them. And I mean, this just, movie has lo- with worse ratings than the Green Lantern, and it is not worse than Green Lantern. <laughs> it is no,
3: it's not. It's not worse than Green Lantern. And yes, it is. There are a lot of bad critics out there who are taking, they're taking some frustration out on this movie. And I think. A, Honestly, I think a big part of the frustration and why it's getting harsher reviews than it should because those first few trailers that they put out so good <laughs> were amazing. And you you put out a trailer like that and then give us a movie like this and
1: yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm gonna be pissed off. I was a little yeah. pissed off. I honestly That's didn't I didn't better. expect it to be I think a lot of people, the comparisons to Guardians of the Galaxy really made it really no. hurt this movie because it's not. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy in any shape or form.
2: Hey, no. but and, that soundtrack, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the soundtrack might be, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> How much of their
3: budget did they spend on that soundtrack?
2: Well, it's Warner Brothers, so <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really have to spend too much because they own the musicians. Yeah, so. that's probably true. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, that brings us to the end there. And just so I get let you guys know that Independence Day Resurgence is sitting at 34%. And if you're telling me that this is worse than that... (laughs) I didn't see it, I heard bad things. It is not. It
1: is not that bad. You have inspired me. Next week on uh, the Geek Dad Report, I'm going to have a segment of things that are... Rated higher, but are infinitely right. worse than the Suicide Squad on Rotten Tomatoes.
3: If you want, to, if you want to have a good time, go listen to. Um, I think it's our last week's uh, Nerd Dome.
1: Oh, I heard it. We, oh, were we we went we went on we went on yes, a good. Hook. One. You missed Hook. I was the whole time yelling, "Why didn't somebody say Hook?" Thirty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We, better than we
3: we had we had to make choices. <laughs> we. Were, we did. <laughs> And, and you get to a point where you're going crap, where are these movies that I love? Where are they sitting? How, yeah, how's was...
1: Was Robin Williams literally in almost every one of those movies? <laughs> <I don't>... His <laughs> movies are so good.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would love, we were talking. We were, we're gonna build we're gonna build the giant wall of these bad movies, and we're gonna find the common thread to find the perfect awesome bad movie. Robin Williams, <laughs> Tarot. <Take laughs> <girl. laughs> <laughs> that was enough.
2: anyway.
3: That came need... up. The uh, after the
2: show, <laughs> we do have to go to break, so we will be right back with our fun with real audio segment. Probably going to be a slightly uh, quicker one because I'm keeping these gentlemen up a little bit later than they probably want to be. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is Utah Outcast. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, this is Dan,
1: Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution Podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show,
0: such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Messner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church from state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast.
2: Okay, so we're back, and we're going to jump into Fun with Real Audio. And the first guy that we have for you this week is Phil fucking Robertson from Duck Ugh. Dynasty, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. I know Ugh. I know you'd rather not hear this guy, but um, I'm going to bring up the clip here, and here we go. Oh, let me help. Rising secularism in the United
0: States, is
5: this the Someone greatest assault a show. on Christianity that you have ever seen in your lifetime? Yes, it is. It, 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 no doubt about it. You have to remember something. I deal completely in the spiritual realm. Spiritual <laughs> warfare is what I do. I'm not looking at <laughs> planet Earth, America, in a political sense at all. Look, the people that get elected and are sent to Washington, D.C., that represent us, the the, the the United States citizens, we're the ones that put them in there. The problem there. is not so much the ones that end up in there, there, the politicians. It's the people who put them in there. We elect people. <laughs> well, if you elect depraved souls, you're going to get depravity. That's just the way it works. Oh. Therefore... Um, <laughs> if the one you're going to elect is going to attack religious liberty, oh. free speech,
0: religious liberty, <laughs> uh,
5: not allow you to defend yourself, free
2: speech, I love how free speech is part. What in the world?
5: Mm-hmm. And if they put Supreme Court judges on the bench, the beach? That you know I think he meant to say bench. He's going to violate your. I think he keeps falling asleep between words. <laughs> Remember, everything I do is vetted through the Bible. <laughs> by, <murder. laughs> by who? <laughs> I'm taking it for what he said. Therefore, don't kill your children in your in their womb. I mean, it's murder. He never
3: said anything about that.
5: Get married to someone of the opposite sex. <laughs> he never on, said, said anything about right that there. either. You'll never get a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, that was a great one there. Yeah.
2: That. <laughs> Hang on.
5: And the list goes on and on and on. You <laughs> call it secularism. I just call it the
4: evil one. <laughs> I call the evil one. You, you call it
2: secularism. I call it the evil one. And oh. I love that. It's like if you don't. <laughs> If you're, if you're not in a same-sex relationship, you're not going to get a sexually transmitted disease. Right. Whoa. Wow. Did Whoa. someone not live through the VD scare of the fucking like, <laughs> of like Vietnam <laughs> and World War II and all these other fucking wars? Like, <laughs> okay, Gosh. hang
3: on, hang on. Who who is he supporting
2: for president? Oh, he's supporting Trump. He's okay. got to be supporting Trump. <laughs>
3: the funniest part about that is the person he described was describing. As attacking religious liberties, attacking free speech, and putting judges on the bench that are not going to uh, stand up to any kind of constitutional law. He's <laughs>
1: describing Trump to a T. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't have to answer to you because he just vets everything through the Bible, man. Through the Bible. Vets, <laughs> through vets the Bible. it through the Bible.
2: Bible. Vets it through the Bible. <laughs> Which well, I'm, just I'm, like,
3: sure he, I'm sure he can read. I'm really,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and everything know, that yeah. he does is in the spiritual warfare. Warfare realm? What the fuck does that even mean? Dude, you know what? I just I, I, hear I him. get I get like flashbacks of you know the South Park episode where the psychics are having a mind fight with each other and everybody's just like <laughs> in, 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 in. or one person has a cloak pulled over their face. there's
1: a guy who as a guy who was in a Pentecostal assembly God church for a while when I was younger, they believe in that shit, man. Like holy armor, swords of God, their Bible's your shield. I'm telling you, man, it's <laughs> they think they're having a straight out Lord of the Rings LARPing episode every Sunday. Fireball, 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 thunderbolt, thunderbolt. Oh my God! How how do I have to go to work every Monday and he gets to sit and take calls and get paid for it? Well, and you can't see the set,
2: you can't see the set that he's doing this on, but he's sitting in a duck commander camo fucking uh like recliner. When he's wearing camo, so he's like almost disappearing into the fucking couch.
1: <laughs> this makes me think of that South Park episode when Cartman becomes a religious singer because he, quote unquote, Christians will fucking buy anything. <laughs> no, you gotta have one.
2: Everybody's gotta be looking in different directions for the album cover, <laughs> guys, guys. We're gonna we're gonna
1: tell this next week. We're just gonna get on. We're gonna change. We're gonna change the show to just a crazy Christian. We're gonna talk about like we've been empowered by Michael the Archangels and.
2: We have killed. I could make. Uh, I could make so much money with that, but I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to do that.
1: Ethics. Listen, you got to do the long con. Five years, forty billion followers, and then we get up there and be like, "It's all bullshit. We made everything up. they are all stupid."
2: This whole this time, I had
1: an atheist show for like
3: three years. Now all you have to do is sell the conversion. Uh,
1: well, he's I had calling. I had my road to Damascus moment. You know, well, even these guys they probably wouldn't believe. It. They'd be like, "He was just possessed by the devil." Finally, all his battles against Satan, he lost one. <laughs>
2: well, he he wanted to call secularism the great evil or the whatever the exactly he said. But like, secularism is is not a like it's not something that can be considered classified good or evil. It's a it's a position on you know how you think others should be treated you yeah
3: know? <laughs> it's, it's basically a, a null position it's saying you none of your none of this no
2: and he's trying to say they're trying to limit free speech just because we don't want to say the n-word we don't want to we don't want to call rights. let's just like like okay there's certain speech you should say and should not say and we're not saying that you can't say it we're just saying that he, you're going to catch holy hell for it and that's the thing is they want to say this hate speech kind of stuff and not be called out for it they don't want to lose sponsorships they don't want to yeah. lose their show you yeah. know
3: and they, they don't they don't want people saying that police cars shouldn't have Bible verses printed on them be, they don't want to say you shouldn't have Ten Commandment
1: monuments on public grounds. I just think it's funny. They always go after gay marriage, but, you know, the sanctity of marriage, the sanctity of marriage, but they don't ever actually go after, like, divorce lawyers or you know, divorce law. You can get divorce. It's easy to divorce. You just get a lawyer and get divorced. You know, I mean, they don't care about that. Sanctity of marriage, though. Mm,
2: yeah. You goddamn right. I think
1: they'd probably be more okay with you wearing, uh, marrying your horse than, you know, two gay people getting married.
2: <laughs>
1: like, that horse has been with you a long
3: time. It's my God-given you know, right? You know that—that that, I think that might be in the Bible, though. <laughs> yeah, so <right>. probably <laughs> is. Okay with it.
2: Okay, the next one that we have here, we have Trump, who is going to uh, apparently talk to us about Second Amendment rights. You know, the, oh. yay! Oh. You're, you're so smart. Yeah. Here we go.
6: Hillary wants to abolish, essentially abolish, the Second Amendment. By the way, and if she, no, she gets doesn't. to pick. <laughs>
2: This is, this, you guys heard it this week, if I know you heard this. If she gets to pick
6: her judges,
2: mm. no, she doesn't.
6: nothing you can do, folks. Not true. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. But uh-huh. but I'll tell you what, that <laughs> will be a horrible day. If, if <laughs> Hillary gets to put her judges, right now we're tied. You see what's going on. We're tied because Scalia, this was not supposed to happen. <laughs> Justice Scalia That's was going to happen. be around for ten more years at least and, <laughs> and this is what happened <laughs> that was a horrible guarantee. thing so now look at it so Hillary essentially wants to abolish the second <laughs> <Jesus> no. <laughs> no, no, no no she,
2: no,
4: she doesn't she hasn't said anything
2: about that as her like platform at all there no, hasn't been doesn't. a single fucking word no, about she, that at
3: all you know how you abolish a constitutional amendment
2: you have to have, so, a, what, two thirds of fucking... you, have
3: have, you have to have first two thirds of the uh, Congress, so two thirds of the House and the Senate have to go along with it, and mm-hmm. then two thirds of all the states have to go <laughs> along with it.
2: So, yeah, it's not going to happen, it's but not it's just happen. amazing. It's just amazing that she came out earlier this – I mean, not she came out. He came out earlier this week with this line about, you know, maybe you Second Amendment people can do something about that. I don't know. And the <laughs> apologists have been out in full fucking force yeah. ever since he said that, saying, well, that's not what he meant. That's not what he meant oh, at no, all. That's, that's exactly what he meant. What he meant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but even like, he – you kind of no, know. Just, no, he he kind of backtracked. He would realize he went too far. <laughs> He's like, uh. <laughs> Backtrack it like, a little bit. No, no, I was talking. I was talking about you know, like the political they can
2: part. Get
3: out
1: and vote. Like,
2: yeah, he's, that's. He's it.
3: like that would be a sad day, but <laughs> what? no, wait. Douche. like, like they, if you they, if, th- if that's what you meant, why didn't that? Why wasn't that what you said? <laughs> you
1: know? If you you know what, have some balls. If you're gonna say kill Hillary, just stand behind it. <laughs> just Be like yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well, and I, sp- I especially like the fact that, like, the, the, the news audio, I mean, people on the news didn't talk about that second part, where, you know, like, <laughs> Scalia should have been here at least another 10 years, <laughs> like, this wasn't supposed to happen. Like, really? <laughs> he wasn't supposed to die from being a fat fuck, and, you know, yeah, know? Well, and I
1: also like how, you know, oh, Hillary basically makes it like Hillary's going to get rid of all the old judges and... Put, you know, her hand picked cronies. I believe Obama has picked a judge and he still hasn't been able to get him appointed to the Supreme Court. There's been
2: many yeah. judges, many federal judges that have not been confirmed because they the the fucking they, house the, the, the Congress said, does not want just to fucking won't. do their job. Yeah. They just won't do it. Right. They just
1: God, everything that he spews is total and utter
3: bullshit. <laughs> oh, it's so it's such it's like bullshit of the highest caliber. <laughs> it's like it's like the kind of stuff that comes out of like a seven-year-old's mouth that's where he's like uh right okay sure <laughs> yeah except they say
1: shit that's fun like i believe i could run a unicorn <laughs> you know <laughs> they don't say stuff like i think the second right should take care of hillary i mean <laughs> if they did
2: i guess you should just shoot her shoot that bitch right in the head almighty
1: <laughs> oh, or hillary i would honestly be concerned for my safety He has radicalized a lot of really bad people. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he is.
2: (laughs) To the point where, and I use this as an excuse every day at work. I literally have to bring this up to people every fucking day at work. I'm like, you guys realize he has David Duke, like, gunning for him, right? You know, David (laughs) Duke supports Trump. They're like, well, that shouldn't mean anything. I'm like, David fucking Duke,
0: grand wizard (laughs) of the KKK,
2: noted racist, says that's my guy. Yeah, you want to be in company with that asshole? And they're like, yeah. well, well, Trump. Trump's not a he's he's not a standard Hollywood. I mean, he's not a uh, not Hollywood. <laughs> I'm gonna say a, 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 a Washington. Listen to his rallies.
1: <laughs> they sound more like a hate rally than they do.
3: Like, let's go get him.
2: I mean, it sounds and like they, a lynch mob. The fact that he keeps it to like a second grade level just blows me away. Yeah, God, man.
3: Ugh. I like. I also like that he thinks that they're essentially tied right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, we're essentially tied. Really? According to what
1: poll? According to what? It has been a bad few weeks for Trump. (laughs) The shit... (laughs) Really his, bullshit, his bullshit meter is gone, just his blown ex- just exploded, and he's just viewing mm-hmm. absolute nonsense at this point. Right. <laughs> of Even his Republican yeah. Party cannot right. like make up lies to cover what he's trying no to kidding. say. Yeah. But of course, Hillary's the
2: dishonest one, right? Yeah, she's crooked Hillary. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> absolute terrible. Okay. So we have Glenn Beck for you as your as our fun little next little segment that we have here. And uh he's gonna talk Mitt Romney because of course why the fuck wouldn't he? Because he is he is Glenn fucking Beck, you know, Mormon at heart. Let's hear him talk about fucking Romney. Romney should be
0: uh, and, and and I am not a Romney fan. Yeah, right. Romney should be drafted at this point and put his name in on Friday drafted. just in case this guy implodes and is twenty points behind. He already is. I mean we have to have some just in case? we have to have some place else to go. And even if you say, I'm not going to vote for Romney, if the guy on, the you know, a couple of weeks before election is 20 points behind, we have to have somebody you can jump to. Ay, 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 ay. I, I really <laughs> think that we have to draft somebody. The deadline is Friday. We have to draft somebody. Somebody, I, I, you know, I know he hates my guts, but I think we should reach out to Mitt Romney and say, Romney, look. Don't even run. Just put your name don't on even the ballot. Run. Run. Don't, don't even try. try run. <laughs> but if it comes down to it where we're seeing this guy continuing to go down in polls, somebody that the nation <laughs> knows has to be. Oh my God. It's got to be somebody that we know. <laughs> if you don't know it, it's going to be Hillary because we know Hillary. Maybe, te- maybe Ted. Maybe I should reach out to Ted. Oh, and say, Just geez, put oh, a- don't run. Don't, run. don't, yeah, do, an ad. don't do anything. Just put your name on the ballot in case. <laughs> we start to have, you know, 20 points behind.
2: You know what? <laughs> Unfortunately, he is like 20 points behind. Let's yeah. see if I can guys, bring up real clear they, politics. <laughs> they
1: got the candidate that they fucking deserve. This is their yeah. own fault. They have allowed too many people in their party to just say horrible fucking thing, fear-mongering, fucking race-mongering, you know, just hate speech, all this shit, they've let it alive and well in their party because they, they want those supporters, and finally they took control of it, and they got a guy who now they can't control. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yep. It's your own goddamn that's, fault. That's, no. <laughs> yeah, this is what you get. You get to live with it. Yeah. You absolutely sure. get to live with it. When your house is full of fucking horrible people, eventually they're <laughs> going to overthrow the, the, the rational people in the house and take fucking control. And
2: that's what is happening. <laughs> so uh, let's see. As I'm looking at Project Five Thirty Eight, uh, Five Thirty Eight, uh, Hillary Clinton is at eighty-nine point two percent chance of winning the presidency, <laughs> compared ten point eight. And that's them like doing statistical tests, like ten thousand tests based on the information that they have right now. That's how you get yeah. that ninety to ten percent uh, mm-hmm. in electoral votes. She's sitting at. <laughs> 370 <laughs> compared to 160 for for Donald and for all those people that think they're going to be doing this protest vote thing about going for Gary Johnson yeah not even one electoral vote he, he's got a half <laughs> of an electoral vote yeah no it's but just for popular vote Hillary's at 50 percent and Donald's at 40 and yeah. the protest votes are going towards Gary Johnson from the Republicans <laughs>
1: uh, Talk talking <laughs> yeah. out more about the popular vote
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly I mean she is beating the fucking pants off of him right now dude. the
1: entire well okay not the entire but majority of the republican party is now trying to jump ship and distance himself massively from
2: donald trump even mm-hmm. the the big donors to the rnc have said stop spending money on his presidency and start focusing on local races yeah <laughs> that should fucking tell you something honestly if they
1: were if they were smart they would try and just say this is a wash we need to rebuild our party image because in 4 years we have to put together a candidate that it actually has some, you know,
2: that might actually win. But
1: their party is so damaged at this point, it may the, the Republican party may never be the same again. I don't I mean, think it's going to recover. You know, I don't think it not.
2: is. Which I'm 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 okay with. You know, like,
1: we should have a three-party system in this country. Well, anyway, now we that now that candidates.
2: the now that the right has finally gone so far right, they've fallen off the face of the fucking planet, the <laughs> left can actually focus on going back towards the center. They, or you know, at least going back towards the left a little bit. But right now, we're still a little bit right of center. But you know, Hillary gets in there, you'll start getting they college tuition. Off. The and... right,
1: right, fucking the right, drove the the crazy bus right off the flat
2: Earth they believe in.
1: <laughs> they,
3: they they got,
2: they've all been raptured. That's what's happened. Oh, I <laughs> wish. I only they, wish.
3: They absolutely they've broken this. They've broken the scale. Yeah. We, can't, we can't even judge who's who's on the right or left anymore.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Way to go, Trump! You definitely have left your mark on this (laughs) on history. Congratulations!
3: Unfortunately, that mark is just a big, gigantic shit stain. But (laughs) that being
1: said, everybody, don't just assume that Hillary's going to win. Make sure we all go out and vote. We're standing. It uh, it
2: can't uh, be one vote for Martin, two vote for Martin. You know, it can't be the Martin Prince versus Bart Simpson thing. It can't go there. So, So for our final one that we have here, we have um, Pat Robertson. And it, like we, we saved the great we saved a lot of fucking good clips for this week. No so. more Pat Robertson, man he he he's wanted he wants to talk about Satan. So here we go.
6: Of course he does. <laughs> I, I sympathize with Donald Trump. I had a group called Media Matters. I had another group People for the American Way. They taped every single word that I said, and I did about ten thousand <laughs> broadcasts. I did that many ad libs, and every time they would take my words and transpose they would take connectors out and then they would put it out and there was somebody in the ap who was one <laughs> of their to say the clones they, homer uh, simpson interviewed him uh, i they want picked some of that sweet across <laughs> the country would come these idiotic <laughs> statements the same things being done to Maybe trump take, now.
0: take your statement out of context out of
6: context twist it around and then throw it out robertson just said and <laughs> but uh, around the I've world i've watched enough of these we, they, so they don't we <laughs> trump now. there's a whole uh. team of people just looking for every word he speaks to make him look silly. What he said- He's is, doing uh, enough ISP, of that so. himself. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the Second Amendment crowd will come you know, and give me a hand. And what he's talking about are those who are concerned about gun control and what he's saying, a new Supreme Court judge. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a, a virtually a tie on it. And uh, uh, the next time they put a liberal judge on, they'll be reversing the Second uh, Amendment. And oh. so he said the Second Amendment. So what? what the, the, his opponents <laughs> are saying? Well, Donald Thank Trump is, is, is encouraging people to shoot Hillary. I mean, it's just nonsense. Oh, unbelievable! Yeah, and That's so he got a Joe Biden, so quote, <laughs> who was talking about guns and he was making a joke of it. No, but, uh, you shouldn't no fucking joke about they that. You yeah. joke. They won't. and every time they're going to twist the word. And I know what it's yeah. like. But you know, is found really sympathy, funny. but these funny people topic are to joke profound about. liars. And they're set up as liars. And, you know, the devil is a liar yeah. and a father of lies, according to the Bible. And they're such a- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. We're all liars. We're all liars. And <laughs> How is he still alive?
1: Why is he still breathing? Why Does is the he good had, Lord not called him back?
2: <laughs> he has a
1: lot
3: of money that he spends injects on into very his- high-priced doctors.
2: <laughs> he injects himself <laughs> with cash. He <laughs> takes the blood of babies and transfuses
1: it to his own. Well, it's just it's I've... not
2: hard to for people to find something terrible to say to find out that you've been talking about because when you're on fucking television and the internet you asshole your vo- your your words are out there for people to use however we want to use them. I... And the thing is they didn't <laughs> clip and splice and everything goddamn. Oh. They just they, they use, I use you Every single week, without a single edit, and you say some of the stupidest shit. I do love how he tried to
1: explain how people were doing it because you know they got the connectors and they plug in and they unplug the, the receivers. <laughs> That's what my grandpa sounds like when he's trying to hook up his DVD player. Hey, I got this connector that needs to go into the receiver port, and I don't know where I need to put do it. Do I
2: need to line in yeah. or out the?
1: <laughs> I
3: love. I love his little crony bailed him out. Oh, they're no. You mean they're using it out of context?
6: Yes, exactly. No, no, they can't be doing that. That's
3: ignorant. That's (laughs) ignorant. no, no. The thing is, no, they don't use them out of context (laughs) because you have a really hard time providing valid context for the things you say.
2: Keep in mind, these are the same Christians that will you know, they'll use one line out of their fucking big book of multiple choice to say that you should be doing something this way. But when you try to point it out to them, like, look, this doesn't make any sense. This line says this. Oh, no, 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 you're reading it out of context. You have to read it in the whole sentence or the whole verse. you got to read the whole thing, and then they have these fucking hermeneutics courses where people actually spend... Burn fucking lean tissue trying to figure out ways mm-hmm. to play the mental gymnastics game. Like, well, you see, yeah. at this time of the of, of, wow. in the world, there was this many people that did this kind of thing, and you know that's <laughs> why we don't have to follow that anymore. Oh, so I shouldn't follow any of it? Oh, well, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that with this specific law that that Noah or what the fuck was it The the. Who who came down with all the goddamn laws? It was uh Moses. Moses, Moses, yeah, it was after the Mm -hmm. Ten Commandments. Like there was like six hundred more of them that he fucking Yeah. (laughs) I I brought these fifteen. My favorite (laughs) whole about
1: about that whole little thing that he did was the whole time he's trying to make excuses for Trump, right? He's trying to make it sound (laughs) like you spin control for Trump. And even he gets so twisted by Trump's bullshit by the end, he just throws Satan in there randomly. <laughs> He's uh, like uh, goes, uh, 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 Satan.
4: <laughs> What's <laughs> talk about text?
1: There was literally no context for Satan to be inserted in that conversation. He's hit the dump button. He's yeah, like Satan, fucking Satan. <laughs> I, <laughs>
2: you know, hmm, I don't know. They, Could it be <laughs> Satan? <laughs> what, <laughs> well, church lady on him?
3: <laughs> it's really it's really just it's really a buzzword that they have adopted. Um Saying, "Oh no, you're using the you're using the word or that quote out of context," simply because th- they've heard that phrase yeah. used to defend yeah. people that they that they oppose. Yeah, because they use things way out of context, including their own Bibles, their yeah. own shit. They use everything. <laughs> they use everything out of context. So uh, that's that's their. Oh no no you you used our stuff out of context.
2: No that, that's not right but, you can't do it that way. It's
3: wrong. No, no no that's that's <laughs> not how works. You need the context. You you need to like you need like the subtext that wasn't actually said to explain what was said.
1: <laughs> Cuz everybody totally knew what he was talking about. Yeah everybody knew that. I yeah. love that they've taken they've had to I love that the Christians have had to because the base of Trump's voters are the same people that these crazy Christian leaders are talking to, that they've had to yeah. hitch their wagon to a guy who's clearly not a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> who does not give two corinthians stuff, Yeah,
2: it's
1: <laughs> amazing when this thing all blows over they're gonna try and de- they'll find some you know they were deceived by satan we <laughs> knew that he wasn't
2: a christian you know <laughs> like if you wanted the christian you should have gone for ted cruz and they tried to but some of them didn't so yeah
1: he was just so repugnant cruz <laughs> is like a is like a satan possessed bob hope man <laughs>
2: What, what what's the websites like? Ted Cruz for human president or something like that. Google that. It's funny as shit. Where <laughs> he pretends to be a he's an alien trying to run oh for president. God. He's like, my totally favorite food is human food. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> I
1: do have to give him props. The big fu he gave it. The RNC was so great. <laughs> But you're getting booed off the stage. That was such a great moment.
2: All of us home are like, yay, shit, show, shit, show. <laughs> Boat your conscience, and he gets booed. <laughs> That's really everything you need to right there. Nope, you need to fucking fall lockstep. That's the only way we agree are do it. Yeah. Okay, so that does it for Fun with Real Audio. We're going to jump to our last commercial break, and uh, normally we do an interview, but Brian's been on the show before. We'll just let him pimp his stuff out. Uh, but we're going to do our highs for the week, and then we're going to call it good, so... Uh, catch us in a few seconds. This is Utah Outcast.
0: Looking for something new and exciting, or maybe just a change from the old Atheist Show format? Cellar Door Skeptics Podcast provides listeners with hours of enjoyment each week on Spreaker and iTunes. Check us out as we talk politics, religion, science, reviews, of books, and music, along with the occasional interview just for a twist. Join Christopher Tanner and Chris Hanna every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern as they bring fresh content to you. Walk with us through the cellar door as we help you prepare for the revolution. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and even on Facebook.
2: All right, so we're here for our last little segment of the show where we talk about our highs for the week. Um, Before we get to that, uh, Brian, give us a quick rundown of where people can find you other than, you know, me and you hanging out all the time in fucking cyberspace. People need to find out who you are and where to find you.
1: Uh, Well, I am Brian. I am the, uh, as as Chris Expert uh, said earlier, I am the one half hosting part of the Geek Dad Report. Just a fun little show that me and my hetero sexual life mate Ryan uh, do every week, where we talk about you know nerd stuff. What it's like being a thirty plus year old parent in the world, in the nerd world still, and you still want to stay relevant, but you don't have as much time. So we tell you everything you need to know, and we just have a lot of fun doing it. So uh, you can find me if that sounds fun at the uh, Geek Dad Report on YouTube, at uh, Geek Dad Report on Facebook, at Brian West fifty. Three on uh, Twitter and like I said we're up there every week on our Facebook page we talk a lot about nerd stuff and I post all the, the latest and greatest news articles for the week and uh, we interact with everybody all the time so but like I said once a week you can find us on youtube.com or on your little cool app on your phone it's on one of these things right here you push youtube and then watch our show <laughs> geek dad report subscribe like share Let us know
2: what you think. (laughs) Okay, so before we get into the highs, I want to uh, give a quick little shout-out to Ryan Duffy, who he's the only person that responded back to me when I asked if you need a question answered or if you just have a shout-out you want to give. Uh, Ryan Duffy wants to know, I know you guys like movies, so what about people who comment that violent movies are bad for us, but then they will promote the passion of the Christ, you know, the one made by the anti-Semite Mel Gibson? (laughs) Uh, they They also have to ignore all the incest, rape, and murder in the Bible. But if a tit happens to pop up on the movie screen, we're all going to hell. I've so, not seen
1: The Passion because I do not like torture porn.
2: There is a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it is long and drawn out, beating the shit out of Jesus. Like, clearly the Romans in that movie were, like, getting off on it while they were doing it. I mean, that's how Mel filmed the whole thing. I mean, he made it seem like they were doing it because they loved that job.
1: Yeah, well, they probably did.
2: <laughs> I can't blame you. According to Catholics. Dealing.
1: Um, I don't know. My, my personal feelings is that if anybody is crazy and a movie is going to push them over the edge, and they're going to find something else, even if they avoid all violent movies, whether it's a game, a TV show, a personal relationship. Something is going to push you over the edge. So if you're already crazy, there's nothing that not seeing a movie with violence is going to do for you. But I think as far as movie goes, I mean, it's what you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable watching an overly violent movie, then don't go watch an overly violent movie. But um, yeah. you know, And stay age-appropriate. If you're a parent like I am... You know, go see a movie. If it's questionable, watch it first and decide for yourself whether that's something you think your child can handle or not. That's the question. He,
2: no. <laughs> he's talking about the he's talking about the double standard of people like where violent movies are bad, but we're going to watch this movie about Jesus that has violence in it. That's okay. You know, it's like it's Christians. Oh, yeah, the, you're get that with the, Christians, no matter. Yeah, what.
3: that double standard drives me crazy. I'm, <laughs> I'm the, I have more of a problem with violence in movies than I do you know language or nudity. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything. And even then, I don't really have a big problem with violence in movies. Because, uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, oh, yeah, I understand the difference between fact and fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not real. So, yeah, I don't even really have a big problem with it. Uh, you know, I'll second guess, you know, letting letting my kids watch some of the more violent, like, superhero shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the DC animated not quite yet. Yeah, I feel kind of
2: bad that I haven't been able to share those so much. Yeah, yeah, not
3: not quite, not quite, but you know, I'm (laughs) not. That's not the end of the world (laughs) because they understand the difference between you know real and not real.
2: Though I always thought it was funny that watching movies with the family, like watching something violent happening, you're cheering for the good guy that just shot the bad guy in the head, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But the minute, like, like he says, like a tit pops up, you're like immediately embarrassed and that's so uniquely american oh yeah know, where it's, like. it's
1: just a bread into our culture of conservatism mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no i don't have a problem with that at all <laughs>
3: as far as the double standard
2: oh, it's christians man mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. yeah they they uh they mm-hmm. settled this country <laughs>
0: yeah, <nice. laughs> or they took over this country i should
2: say you know and so their weirdly puritanical things have come into place and they, so they... we we love the violence, but we can't stand the intimacy. We can't stand seeing a yeah, vagina. And there are even people I know out there that have a problem seeing a dick on the screen.
1: And there's a lot of Americans
2: that have problems. Just with watch a dick. Spartacus, so... man.
1: It'll ruin you. You'll never you'll never care about seeing another <laughs> penis as long as you live. It, it and that really
3: makes it awkward to like I've
2: seen too many internet to videos to be shocked by
3: anything anymore. Like it was it's been it was really awkward the first time I stood face to face with Manu Bennett. After watching Spartacus.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. That
3: was really.
1: I wonder where you're going with this. I'm like, eh.
2: Fucking name dropper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That was Spartacus' sweetheart.
1: Spartacus taught me two things. One, that every female in ancient Rome was smoking hot. And two, every gladiator <laughs> had a 12 and a half inch penis. Because that was unbelievable.
2: <laughs> oh, man. They all suffered from little Donnie syndrome. Somebody, oh one person out there is giggling at that joke. So. <laughs> Google it. It's oh, little Donnie God. from Upstairs And that show, dead. they
1: did a good job too, man. They were forcing the penis on you. Like two guys would be talking and another guy would walk behind <laughs> them. And there'd just be the a dick hanging between their faces and they just <laughs> keep walking. You, like, just like <laughs> so stop dick. in front of the camera for a minute. There you, there you yeah, go. Yeah, from really like, price to giant penises. Yeah. All so the whoever, whoever era.
2: Whoever made that show really <laughs> like dick. <So. laughs> yeah. True. Well,
3: they were
1: equal Which, opportunists. There was plenty of, uh, plenty of girls' vaginas as well. Yeah.
2: Why have I not been watching this show? You should. <laughs> I you probably should. would quite enjoy this cause, show. Cause Life has is a Lucy buffet. Lawless. <laughs> it has
3: Lucy Lawless in it, and that's worth it. Lucy
1: oh, Lawless yeah. nude? I will, oh, say yeah. the
2: second,
1: I will say the second Ooh. season suffers a little bit from uh, Andy Whitfield's early yeah. departure but, uh, from his death. But uh, the mm. season three Ooh. picks really strong, and it's 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 a good show. It's a good series.
2: God damn it! I don't have time to watch anything. I still got to watch Stranger Things. So. Uh, but as far as Passion yes, of the Christ, do.
1: I stood my ground and did not watch it.
2: I didn't pay to watch it.
1: How about that? <laughs> Stranger Things, yes, watch that.
2: So anyway, highest <laughs> for this week. Thanks, Ryan, for the uh, the great comment. Hopefully, we we answered that to your liking. Uh, I'll have to give you the timestamp when this happens. Maybe you'll maybe you'll actually. I think he's a listener. <laughs> I believe he is. So anyway, uh, highest for the week. Anybody want to start off be, be ahead of me, or should I just go ahead?
1: I can go. If you want? Yeah, All right, yeah. Go, go Yeah, go I was forward. on vacation this week. Uh, I took my kids down to Oregon, down the Oregon coast. One of the benefits of living on the West Coast: there's a lot of beaches you can go do th- fun things with and do some. Camping. Go to
2: Astoria. <laughs> no,
1: I did not go to Astoria. I have been to Astoria. They actually you can't go to the Goonies house anymore. It's it's tragic. Um, but uh, <sighs> no, we went down and I have I have quads and so we took uh, took our bikes down to the the beach and I got to take my daughters, my two young daughters, out on the beach and they're old enough now and it was cool. We had to ride around and just be just be just be. Just be a fun dad. I get to be that dad where my kids are like, "My dad's so awesome," you know. The whole time, my <laughs> seven-year-old's holding on the back of my bike, and she's like, "I love you. This is so awesome," you know. And I know she's gonna go to school, and she's gonna just tell her friends how awesome her dad is. And he got to ride on the, you know, it's it's those memories that you have, you know, hopefully with the, with your parents when you're younger. That I'm, uh, you know, when you're making them with your kid, and that's it's yeah. it's a cool it's a cool moment. And uh, the other thing I did when I was on vacation that was a really cool moment for me is I took my kids to go see the new Peach Dragon um and it's it is the type of movie that i loved as a child so i love the fact that i got to take them i'm taking them to see those kind of movies nowadays and Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's i don't know it's a lot of fun watching their faces watching the like i said you you know that they're making this memory that they're going to remember this moment later it's it's a cool it's a cool moment as a a parent so it's definitely my
2: high of this week Let's see, for me, I went to, I also had a quick little vacation this weekend, it wasn't quite like a week long, it was just a couple of days up in a place called Bear Lake, and that's like northeastern Utah, south, south southeastern Idaho, and it's a, it's a gigantic fucking lake, it's huge, I mean, huge for us being in this arid plateau that we're in, it's not quite like Great Lakes Big, but it's, it's pretty damn sizable, and, uh, the the main thing that draws about this place is that it's, like, volcanic sand, so it's, like, it's not white sand. It's more of, like, a peppery black and white sand. But, like, there are sandbars that literally go out from, like, where it reaches the shore. Like, we're talking a good half mile before it even gets to be, like, navel deep. So what's wow. really great about that is that I've got three little kids who are all, you know, confident enough in their swimming skills to not fucking die. And so... <laughs> So this time around this year, like, there was a lot more being able to sit on the side of the beach and enjoy just being outdoors and not having to be in the middle of this fucking freezing-ass water <laughs> and not having to worry about somebody dying on you. So it was kind of nice. But the, one of the, uh, the best moments for me this weekend is that uh, the time that we spent at the cabin we were in, uh, my wife and the other kids were sleeping in one room, And the other one, my, uh, my youngest was apparently having problems, not being able to sleep because there was no nightlight and I could sleep full brightness of day, no matter what noise there is, I could sleep through anything. And I've been sleeping on the couch because I, I snore and I didn't want to wake up, keep everybody in the whole fucking house awake. So I slept on a couch. And so she joined me last night for us sleeping on the couch. And it was a cool little bonding moment. You don't get time. When you have lots of kids, you don't really get a lot of that one-on-one time that you 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 miss when you just had the one kid. And so, it was kind of nice. It was a cute little moment for me. So, anyway, that's it for me. Kyle, what do you got, man?
3: Uh, well, really the uh the bigger the biggest up, upside uh to this last week. <clears throat> so, I got my uh my my Salt Lake Comic-Con schedule. Oh, hey. And this is this is going to be a fun one. So, I'm going to I'm going to pimp that out here. So I am I am gonna be uh I'm gonna be there all all three days, and uh, over those three days I I get to do panels on Doctor Who, Han Solo, oh, nice. Kevin Smith, Aliens, oh. and Harry Potter.
1: Oh man, right. I am jealous. So That's awesome. <laughs> it's
3: awesome. It's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a diverse. So this is the most diverse uh, schedule I've had so far, and I'm looking forward to it.
2: Oh, and speaking of Kevin Smith, he had a great review of
6: Suicide Squad. Go find he did. He did did. Batman
3: on Batman. His (laughs) yeah, his his review on Suicide Squad was really interesting, especially at the end where he says, "Okay, yeah, there were a bunch of
1: problems,
3: but I'm gonna let it go because I'm a big fan." I do like how he has to reference
1: now that he knows that every time he says something, like multiple media outlets just run with it. So he's starting to be like, I'm not yeah. saying this, that I think this, I'm just saying. <laughs>
2: pretty funny. Well, that's a, that's yeah. a busy as fuck Comic-Con, man. And you're going to be going around with your camera, I'm sure, taking snaps of shit, too. and just.
3: Oh, yeah. Where I can,
2: yeah. <laughs> you're going to be living there the whole three days. Have fun, man. <laughs> It's
3: Boy, it, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna desperately try to corner Mark Hamill at some point.
2: Oh
1: <laughs> desperately corner him. <laughs> I think he's a fleet of stormtroopers that protect him. I've got you now,
3: I'm Trickster. Sure.
2: I'm sure he's
1: gonna he's gonna be surrounded by the five Throw yeah, throw him completely off and just ask him about all these questions about the trickster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or what is it, Corvette Summer or whatever the what shitty movie oh, was that he oh he made? Oh, yeah. yeah. Can
1: he the, the candy apple corvette movie god that mm-hmm. i watched it because i loved buck Campbell as a kid and i'm like this movie's nothing like star wars <laughs> yep
2: 1978 corvette summer and it had danny Bonaducci in it oh, no, <laughs> and so he Puts. wow we're driving around that candy apple
1: corvette <laughs> oh man what a horrible movie
2: <laughs> don't watch that one bad kids that's so that, you don't need to waste your time with that one nope yep. All right, so if that's it for Kyle and that's it for Brian and that's it for me, uh, let's see. That does it for us this week, then. So all of us are off to go record the uh, Secret Patron Show, which we're going to keep it brief. <laughs> if you really want to hear what we're talking about, uh, all it takes is a buck an episode. Otherwise, you have to make do with a the six-month-old episodes on our YouTube and podcast feed at utahoutcast.com. Uh, those that join us beyond the veil by going to patreon.com slash utahoutcast have many options available to them. And like the LDS Church, we have Tears of Heaven for you just to choose out. <laughs> you can pick from whichever one you want. <laughs> It'll all make sense when you go check it out. Uh, and if you uh, really can get us to the next goal, of which we're only four bucks away from, uh, I'm going to host a watching and podcasting party here in the basement where I'm doing the show to MST3K, Ray Comfort's latest movie.
1: Oh. That'd be on Skype.
2: Oh. it's. I'm
3: sure we can work something out.
2: I can't remember the exact title of it, but I saw that it's like uh, it's a mainly a, vi- a, a movie against atheists. So, oh, it's supposed to be really good. So uh, keep in mind that you can reach us at any time through our social media empire, through comments on YouTube, which we'll laugh at and maybe say or not say, uh, voicemail, text or email, all the stuff's up here on the screen if you're watching it on YouTube. If you're not, it's 347-669-3377 or mailbag at utahoutcast.com. So, thanks again, for uh, Kyle, for joining me this one this, this episode, but sadly, this is part where we must say to y'all that the Outcast will catch you again next week, and I didn't say thanks to Brian. Brian, that's very rude. I should not have... I can't go out of here without saying thanks to Brian. Brian, well, thanks okay. for joining you us, could. Kyle oh, the We right.
3: really could. We, we <laughs> could really go out without thanking
2: Brian. Shut up, Kumar. Kyle,
1: my mortal <laughs> enemy. <We shall laughs> <be bad. laughs>
2: so, anyway, we'll catch you again next week with a brand new episode, but until then, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. Double
3: gun. Button. Bang, bang,
2: bang. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang, bang. Oh, you're going fucking yeah. Cactus Jack on me, are you? Wow. <laughs> <Hard> <laughs> uh. Mick, old school Mick Foley. <laughs> bang, bang.
4: Am I wrong with you? Haven't found the speaking, speaking so wrong. Is it wrong? Of novel of never and through the floors is this wrong.
3: Confuse, don't confuse losing your losing your, your speech rights with being held accountable for what you say.
1: For being a bad business owner. I mean <laughs> I'm your job's sorry. If, money. You, yeah. if you say something
3: shitty, people can say, Wow, that was really shitty, and I don't think we like you anymore.
5: All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing chosen. World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future. And even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats
0: and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never
6: got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
5: The phrase is from Geico because they helped save people money? Geico?
2: Yeah, they were our team sponsor.
5: Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.